Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 150 with Purple Thorax, or as I will be calling him, Zach. Zach, how are we doing this fine evening? Living the dream. <laughs> so let's, um, I guess, get a little bit of an introduction of who you are. I've been, sure. I mean, I'm trying to even think of when we met because, I mean, oh, it's been years at this point. I know I've popped into your stream years back. But um, yeah, well, I guess we'll just hear it from you. Well, yep. Uh, my in-game name is Purple Thorax, but I also go by Thorax, not to be confused with the Dr. Seuss character, the Lorax. Um, <laughs> my, my name is also Zach in real life, so you can call me that too. Uh, I've been playing the game since early 2006, so I've been around a while. I started playing old school in probably like 2015, though. So like, per, like a couple years after it was released, and I'm an endgame Iron Man. I'm maxed. I have a Zuck Helm, pretty much every item in the game. Just working on finishing up the last few of those, working on collection logging, things like that. But yeah, I've dedicated a lot of hours to this game, and it's pretty much my hobby, my passion. I love that. And uh, it seems like you as well have a pretty successful um, IRL. Looks like uh, you are a chiropractor. Is that correct? As of late, yes. That's been what I've been working on for quite a while. That's really Um, cool. Congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, I graduated in August of last year. It's still of last year, right? 2022? Yeah. It's not next year yet. Not quite. (laughs) Um, Did... RuneScape ever feel like a a hindrance in that department of trying to go for something big? Funny, because I feel like it's kind of the opposite thing. Hmm. I feel like RuneScape has always been the thing that keeps me in the chair while I'm like studying or reading or, you know, doing anything school related. Um, Of course, like (laughs) the addiction to it doesn't help in some cases, but for the most part, I think it helped more than anything. In a weird way, 
yeah, I mean, if it's just ass and chair studying, I mean, you can always do, there's always something to be done on RuneScape. So. Yeah. And I mean, I've maxed two accounts and none of that was done even close to efficiently. It was all just AFKing while I was like <laughs> studying and doing stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So let's, I, I am very um, proud of your normal Iron Man. Obviously, you've put in a shit ton of time into that and you're definitely mm -hmm. up there with, you know, the end game of end game players there's like a <clears throat> there definitely is a growing community of like super super end game irons which is really cool not all of them create content at all but mm -hmm. it's just it i love my iron men that really take take it really far because i'm one yeah. of them as well so it's always cool like having another another guy it's it it kind of like keeps you motivated in a sense as well like knowing like other people haven't fully burnt out it kind of sucks being at the very top and being lonely about it you know yeah, I mean, it also sucks to watch people you saw start an Iron Man fresh, and they're like almost at your level now, <laughs> and you've just been watching them catch up to you. Like, stop, slow down, wait. <laughs> I actually like. I, I actually like it in a sense, but it is. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a friendly reminder, like because I. I mean, I used to grind so much, and you know, I was literally just ass in chair for like probably. 10 hour days on average i mean oh, i think my yeah. average play time over like six and a half years is like it probably under eight hours because of this year it's probably around like seven and a half at this point but like there were some years i went really hard and i felt like i was that guy that caught up to yeah. everybody yeah same yeah. like i used to be probably 16 hour days at some point and then when covid started i was like in online classes so i was just like sitting there playing runescape of course like I wasn't just going to be sitting there listening to the teacher talk. No way. <laughs> so, um, so what are you, what are you missing uh, on your Iron Man? Because you did say like you pretty much have okay. max stuff. So, ancestral tops the big one. Yeah, you're known for that. Who, who, who else was known for that? There was another guy that could not get Fear the orgasm. Feargasm. Yes, he's the other one. Dude, yeah, where's he been? I don't know. I stole his emote though. His feels top man. He did get the end. Yeah, I love it. I I didn't steal it actually. I asked him if I no, but that that yeah. I figured that's not malicious. I just think that's awesome. But yeah, we used to talk quite a bit actually. But yeah, ancestral top. But here's the kicker: six ancestral bottoms, five ancestral hats, four dragon claws. <laughs> one is, bulwark but is, you know is the it's a DH, lot of roles is the dhcb on that i can't remember is no so dhcb and buckler are on their own table okay that's a completely separate to everything else yeah yeah it, and it, then it doesn't include bulwark or is bulwark with the bulwarks on ancestral table okay how many bulwarks yeah. do you have one okay <laughs> but 16 rolls on the table and no top god damn it how many like mega rares uh, only three, actually. All three? So I have I have a Tebow and two Mauls, no Kodai. Okay. Oh, Jesus, but dude. I have an Eldritch, so, I mean, I'm not really yeah, yearning that's... for that at all. I could just... Especially with the new rune pouch. Like, I don't need to, you know, carry extra inventory space for waters anymore. So, mm -hmm. Kodai's not really as good as it used to be. Yeah, no, no, that's totally true. I'm just trying to think of like the Ari slash arc where he's just trying to go for his code. I, I can't even imagine yeah. <laughs> just how much he'd be yelling and screaming if he was missing an ancestral top as well. Just Anna Kodai. 
And on the other end of that, you got Lake with like what, eleven of them or some ridiculous. It's just it's just crazy how orange. And then you got like you know BF Rocket, who you know haven't seen in a while. I mean, I know he's like stopped streaming. He's not. He's around still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. In fact, he even I th- believe he tweeted something saying that he'll probably go live with like a new hardcore eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I saw that. But he was the Tebow guy. He just could not. I mean, he, literally, he'd get another Tebow. He'd get, like, his eighth Tebow or something. You just see the reaction of him just sitting there, like, blank face, like, frowning. <laughs> just like, come on, man. Like, I, I like it, it, at a point, people, this is part of the problem with content creation is, like, you become known for something. And it kind of sucks, in a way, to be known as somebody that is always spoon-fed things. So even though you don't even want another Tebow because you're an Iron Man, everyone's going to think, oh, you're always lucky. So now you can never get any pity for any of your actually like horrible grinds. <laughs> yeah. And then you just sit there. You just got a one bill plus item and you feel absolutely nothing inside. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man mode. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what, so what else? Are you, I know you're not too fond of Nightmare. What do you what do you have there? Uh, Nightmare's all right, I guess. Uh, let me look. I have Eldritch, I have the Mace, and I have the Helmet. Hmm. So I, I'm like, eh. For the Inquisitor top and bottom, the Hopper complete skirt, I don't know. I'm going to wait till Ancestral top for sure before going back, you know? Yeah, and you might as well wait even longer at this point just because I feel Let's like see. something's going to happen. See if something busted happens. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it. It's at the point where it's not even wishful thinking. It's just like this is good for the game to get this addressed. Like, like, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna spend another five years like not touching the place? Like this fucking, the place is already becoming almost pointless. I mean, especially with the with the chambers um, change to make Tecton guarantee a hammer with absolutely no requirement. You just yeah, you can just go in there with like. Literally 60 attack and a dragon warhammer and hit it every time. Yeah. <laughs> you, you could be where I don't even know if there's anything like negative crush bonus, but you could just wear some. Wear wizard robes for all I care. Yeah. It'll still, it'll still hit. <laughs> that was really dumb. And we were talking about that on my yeah. like last night's stream is like on top of them not making Inquisitors useful and, you know, maybe upping the price from a change that would be something like I've been promoting like. If you have a certain crush accuracy threshold, if you've met that threshold, which, you know, who knows what it would be, but it would require Inquisitors. That I mean, optimally, I would just like a full Inquisitor set to guarantee a hammer. That's I think that would yeah. just be like the best way to go about it. But even if it was a threshold, at least then Inquisitors could, you know, have that going for it. But now it's actually the opposite effect where now Inquisitors is worth less because now you're not going to bring it because it's just a pointless three switches to bring, basically. It got devalued, yeah. Yeah. Even I was watching like Scotty, I think this morning, and he doesn't even bring it anymore. It's nope, all Torva. Yeah, it's like not even worth taking all that extra damage anymore. I know, and um, I I can't. I guess we'll kind of uh, just continue on that real briefly because I I know we were talking about if there was a potential place in game where guaranteeing a hammer with full Inquisitors would be a negative would leave an, uh, like a negative impact on the game. Did we think, ever think of anything that where it's actually a, like a actual negative? Like the most, uh, I guess, quote unquote, broken thing that would happen is if you hit a nightmare on every face of nightmare. But even that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. 
Yeah, because you're you're already bringing full inquisitors in a sense. I mean, that would just be another yeah. great. I mean, we literally see it with chambers and with um, what's its face Toa, where like the items you get from there end up making the boss a lot nicer. I personally yeah. have never seen that being like a great like route to go down. I don't I don't know. It just feels arbitrary. But at the same time, if you're gonna just be camping inquisitors the entire time, that would be kind of cool to make it so when you get the full set, now this place rocks. You know. Yeah. I mean, even if we did give Inquisitor that effect, it still would be a little bit lackluster, I think. So it's kind of like, uh, why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not just do it? Like, I just think no, that's the way no to go. To. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, even just another thing to say on that, like, I, obviously I'm on the corp grind right now, and just you're trying to hit a hammer and there were yeah. lit, i mean literally within the span of like five kills there were three separate kills that i went over 11 hammers i, I hit 11 Gosh. zeros with like basically max besides a myth cape which i don't wear the myth cape because it looks bad <laughs> i just don't want it and it makes a nine way switch which is just awful well that's terrible <laughs> <laughs> no but it's just it's like dude and then I'll get people coming into the chat like, no, no, that's what R, that's what RS is supposed to be. It's RNG, you know, which I can but, appreciate at some point, but we, we don't need to like be incredibly just like stern on that point. Like now nah, you got to fucking suffer nonstop. It's just. Yeah. Like when I was doing corp, uh, trying out that void waker method, I, I think I went like an entire games necklace without hitting a Warhammer. Because I don't have Inquisitor. So it's even worse if you don't have it already. God. Because it does help, but it's it not like what does. it could be. But when, once you have it, you it, you, there, your expectations increase. You're like, okay, this should hit. <laughs> right? I, I did 4,000 Nightmare for this. <laughs> and it missed? <laughs> it's just what not, the hell? It's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, what what else could be done about night? Okay, so th this is something I don't really talk about often because I just really haven't really brainstormed many good ideas. There's some ideas, but I don't know what the overarching effect would be. But what do you think about like the harmonized staff? It it has a use in PvP still, uh -huh. which is extremely yeah. janky to be fair. But like, what are we? I mean, if its whole uh, power wasn't based entirely off of the Tome of Fire, then it might be better. That's the first thing that comes to mind. So do you think that the elemental change will make it so the harm Ooh. is like hella good again? It could, but at the same time, it's probably not going to be better better than a shadow still Almost anywhere. Uh, we'll I don't know about anywhere because if they're making sick, if they're because what they I said mean, was ice the, demon, I guess. <laughs> the the, demon. the yeah. shadow makes well, what is it? Like a it was like air was it air shadow or was it earth shadow? It was like something like where the elements were like air, water, earth, fire, and then there was a another element attached. We're like oh, so you could like choose which one you want your shadow to be, or it's no, like no, 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 like pre-assigned. Yeah, it was pre-assigned. Let me actually just pull Correct. that whole like blog post up because now, like all the ancient spells were assigned to one of the elemental. Exactly. Spells? Yeah, that was okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I want to see because yeah, if if they make the we and I don't think they are trying to go down that route of making the weaknesses like absolutely extreme where you are trolling if you're not using that style but um it could be significant enough where the harmonized staff becomes pretty damn good at some places where you are using mage which already there's very very few places where you're going to be just maging shit in the first place yeah um, i don't know it just seems like 
they're going to have to like nerf the crap out of the Tome of Fire in order for that to be balanced at all. They, oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Okay, it is Earth yeah. Shadow. So let me just pull this up for those on the YouTube end. I'll say it for those listening on Spotify and stuff. Um, okay, so Air Smoke, Water Ice, mm -hmm. Earth Shadow, Fire Blood. It's, it's kind of cool in a sense because they didn't just make it go upward, like in progression, like how the Ancients are, like Ice is highest. So oh, like da damage-wise, they would all be equal. Mm-hmm. Mm, that and would be nice, actually. To to uh, listen, this might sound like this might be a hot like take, but I would not be against. Well, first of all, I've already been saying this, but I'm going to take it a step further. I would not be against them making all elemental tiers. So so or uh, let me rephrase that. What are they called? Like the strike spells, bolt spells, yeah. all those. Have them all have equal damage neutrally. Like if it's just like a neutral boss. They all hit the same. I don't like it how an air strike hits a two and a fire strike hits an eight. That's absolutely absurd. Um, that might be a little unbalanced at like level one through nine or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> so what it would be though is um, you're not just guaranteeing hitting eights. It would go off of your magic level, similar to like oh, the okay. trident and stuff. So who knows how okay. that would work out? You know, they obviously would have to put a bunch of. No, that, that that makes sense actually. Like you have to have the level for fire strike in order to hit the nine or whatever it is that the max hit would be. It, it's like no, it would be like um, actually, yeah, may, maybe that. I don't know. It's it's hard to say how I'd actually want to see it go down because this is assuming all of them get changed. So you know how like toward the end, like the surges, they're all like one damage apart. Mm -hmm. Um, that they would all be equal. So I wonder. Because don't they all go up by like four damage each, like each each progression? It's like eight and then 12 and then... Oh, yeah, 16. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I believe that's how it is. So I don't know. I feel like me talking about this is just pointless because the amount of changes they're going to make is going to be so like crazy. It's just going to touch on so many other things. But basically what I want is those to all do the same amount of damage ultimately. And then what if... I know this is, this is the hotter take is what if they did the same thing to ancients where all four of those styles just actually have the same exit so there is kind of a, a difference of utility you don't have to freeze to get your maximum uh, dps if you don't want your fucking mobs frozen but also trying blood to get would be so nice <laughs> yeah so blood barrage everything i mean it is expensive though we got to keep that in mind but yeah like it would just yeah. be you could just use smoke or shadow as well and get the same maxes so there is like different utility who knows what's going to happen but that is going to be the case so i now that you know just going back to the harm staff i think who knows maybe it will be in a good place i hope they figure something out with it just because of how useless it is at the moment yeah. especially for iron man i speak mainly from like the iron man perspective like that thing's completely useless to me <laughs> even if i had it it is i haven't touched it like in years we well need to do like a speed run but that's it yeah i mean it was f it, it was it never even felt good to use in the first place it's such a chore like if you brood you'd have to restore before you attack anything again or else you're just Gosh. locked out and then you have to reassign the spell it's like what is going on yeah, dude? i didn't even think of that that was so Wait, annoying if, if you equip another magic weapon doesn't that also deactivate the spell 
No, it does. If you brood, uh, I'm actually not sure. Well, it doesn't initially, but I think if you brood down and mm. then switched weapons. So if you brood down, then switched weapons, and then switch back, I think that might trigger. So you have to set it up again. Um, oh, but I don't know if it's like you actually have to target something and then the game registers because I could fully de gear with runes and everything. The f funny thing is, like, when I would kill jellies with a Kodai and I'd have it set to like mm -hmm. Ice Barrage or whatever, um, if I didn't have the runes in my inventory and I equip my Kodai first, even oh, without no. trying to attack anything, okay. it would just instantly disable the spell because I don't have the runes in my inventory. But if I brought the runes out in my inventory first and then equipped the thing, nothing changes. So. Yeah, I'm just thinking about a time when I was killing Zolra on like a hardcore Iron Man with an Iben staff. And I would have to like equip a fire staff to teleport out of there or something like that. And it would always deactivate the spell. So like <laughs> half the time I would start the Zolra kill just like trying to staff bash it. <laughs> so I was wondering if God. the same thing happened to the Harmonized staff. Because <laughs> that was annoying. You know what's... I don't know why this was just came to my mind. I, I read this Reddit post. It was uh, some guy basically was killing Duke Succulus without prey melee on for like a thousand kills. Um, what? He just didn't know. He just thought it was like some, you know, typeless attack, which it really <laughs> does seem like a typeless attack. I mean, I wouldn't have known any better if I just didn't mess around and just see other streamers putting it on. But it almost feels like Verzik, like Verzik P2, when I was first learning top, I thought you had to have prey range on. But no, it's just if you make a mistake, uh, then it, you know, yeah. protects you. So I could mm -hmm. see somebody making that mistake if they're not watching content, you know, and they're just doing their own thing. So did he just pray mage then? Or he no, he just didn't pray anything. He just took oh like 10s and 12s and shit or whatever. <laughs> just for a thousand kills. And, but what was funny is like in the reply section there was some guy saying i don't think duke was ever meant to be a melee fight because i i feel like no. that mechanic yeah. of him stomping it was it's almost like a deterrent to be up there and then you have nine vents spanning like the back of the room with other and little like, yeah like little pillars to hide behind six pillars or something right yeah or at, yeah yeah i think six and but it's like, is, let me see his defense stats. It, I'll actually pull up the post. It's um, range and mage defense is so high though. So it definitely was meant to be meleeed. Well, what the reply was saying was, um, basically they were thinking of, um, making it a mm. non melee fight. But then at the very last minute, they're like, okay, let's just change it. So the site is basically the, uh, the conspiracy is that they just wanted the scythe to have use. So like yeah. last minute they changed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they wanted the scythe to have use, they should have made more doors three by three. It's true. No, I actually, we were talking about that as well. We're going to go on to all these things. I, the soul yeah. raper acts, I actually like that. It could fill that niche of two by twos. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't finished my axe yet, so I haven't gotten the chance to use it. Mm. But it looks nice. Other than the damage you take by using it. I'm probably not going to be... I'm just... Now I'm just browsing, trying to find this shit. But yeah, it was basically... Um, let's see if I can see it. I, I think I read it like literally this morning, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, I found it. So he, it says, I did over 1K 
Duke Casey without realizing his auto attack could be reduced with protect melee. And then this guy said, tinfoil hat is on because what I'm about to say is totally unfounded, but I've thought about it ever since the DT2 release. I'm actually going to link this to you real quick as well. Okay, for so sure. So you can see it on your end. But it, it's just fascinating because it actually kind of makes sense. So it's like the first, um, one of the first replies. I believe Duke was designed to be a boss fought using magic slash range, but was later retrofitted to be a melee boss sometime during um, development to give the scythe a use against at least one of the Forgotten Four. Here's my thought process. Duke's primary attacks are magical. His ice barrage and his standard blue magic attack, most of his attacks tend to target you when you're away from him. Duke's melee attack genuinely looks like it's a punishment for getting too close. Think Whisper and the Fragment of Saren. Uh, you're not meant to fight him in melee, and the Ice Slam is meant to be a telegraph for the player to get back. The arena has several alcoves slash pillars to hide behind, despite the ones to his immediate left and right, which are there, to, um, which are more than enough to hide from his gaze. Similarly, the nine vents throughout the room serve little purpose during the fight when only the front three are ever used in, um, when you're fighting in melee. These make me think Duke was meant to be fought from a distance with the player moving up and down uh the arena avoiding vent gas and hiding in one of the six alcoves pillars that was the most convenient to them at the time during his gaze attack unless there's a lore slash in-game explanation duke has an inexplicable resistance to demon bane attacks taking only 70 percent damage from those sources this feels completely arbitrary like it was a choice made after the boss was made so that the arc light didn't outshine the scythe uh, this similarly reduces the effectiveness of the Demon Baton spells, which seems like they would have uh, been the perfect candidate for the giant demon boss if he didn't have incredibly high magic defense, not just a high magic level. So basically, like the TLDR is, well, actually, there was something else that was said, I think. Um, oh, so he, he he wanted to know at the end if like the demon, if... If they didn't make it, so like melee was the preferred method to kill it, he would have loved to see, you know, if some of the stats were changed, that the Demon Bane attacks from the Archaea spellbook would have been what they were hoping to get out of that boss. And you got to think as well, it drops the Magus Vestige, which is the major. Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's tinfoil hat. Dude. <laughs> it, it makes sense. Oh, it makes sense. Dude, the Demon Bane spells are completely useless other than to do a combat achievement. Yep. Like, <laughs> I think uh, that's literally what I... In fact, that's I would... That's so funny. I would even... Arc light. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's just stupid. I actually, again, it's like these stupid arbitrary things where like you expect an arc light to do what it says it does, and then you're just like certain places that just don't do it. Like what the fuck? Oh, this is a demon. But since we want this weapon to be better than a quest item, uh, we're reducing this so that it's not better. Yeah, it's so <laughs> dumb. Jagex logic. They could address the arc light. To be fair, that it's thing so is so bad. Jank. <laughs> it's like they they did it like it's such a such like a short-term mindset of like oh this balances pretty well right now but they didn't consider that this thing gives a 70 percent fucking strength buff to your setup so every single strength bonus you're adding eventually just starts annihilating shit and it's a quest item let's go yeah i mean at least it has charges yeah, but I mean, how and that, hard that used to, to mean something. Well, it used to mean something, but then we realized very shortly after the catacombs release that catacombs and being able to barrage and multi was like the craziest thing to ever happen to Slayer. <laughs> it's just easy to gather shards. Yeah, completely busted. Yeah. 
Um, who knows though? Maybe like I, I wouldn't be against like some demon bane crossbow or, or something that could. That would be cool. Yeah, that would fill. That would definitely fill a gap. I also speaking of crossbows, I want to see a like van. <laughs> Did you were you there when this is must have been two years ago or something when I was talking about the like the the Van Helsing crossbow of like being able to kill <laughs> vampires with range? Because right now all you can do is kill it with like the blister wood fail, flail. I mean, yeah, that would be cool too. Yeah. I thought you were going to say third age crossbow though. We need that too. <laughs> we need that dude. <laughs> what do you think True. about that actually? So the collection log. Oh man. It, the, the Because so many people are cloggers now, it feels like we're gate kept from ever adding new things to pieces of content because people green log it and then feel this yeah. just, you can't touch it anymore because I did this and it's unfair. I think that's especially sensitive for clue scrolls just because of how much time it takes to do them. Yeah. It's just, it's tough. Because it would come from master clues. Or maybe elite, right? Because that yeah. drops the wand and the long sword. Yeah, it would come from elites and masters, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah. Jeez. That would piss some people off. I mean... It would, but... but then it... again, like, nobody's really going to complete all the third age, third age items anyway. So, might and, as well do it now. Yeah, and it's like one of those things where, I mean, you just got to think of, just to put an analogy, like people that went for 200 mil all eight years ago, like they, they're, mm -hmm. the, nowadays you would see that as like the most massive disadvantage of all time. But we understand that this game progresses. So, us playing right now, we are severely just not getting as much um, output as we would in five years from now like we just like the amount of hours you have to put in now is is just way more than you would have to put in five years from now because you're just gonna have things are gonna get updated skills are gonna get faster gear is gonna get better and i feel like if we just maintain that mindset it's okay to release things a lot because everyone's getting affected by it some people are obviously getting more affected like for example if i were to complete corp tomorrow and then all of a sudden they like um give the divine onto the table and like, I just have to go back to court for basically the same amount of kills again, just to hunt one sigil. Like I am accepting of that. Like I, I understand yeah. that that's the game I'm playing. Yeah. And I wouldn't be just like, Oh my God, I'm going to like, what the fuck? Like I know what I'm getting myself into. And I feel like cloggers need to get that through their head of like, yeah, you are choosing to do this and you're going to get fucked over hard later. Like you're just gonna, I am so glad I'm not like hard set on like finishing a lot of the collection log, but what I've personally done, like even though I'm collection logging, I just want to complete like certain sections that I'm interested in and not necessarily like get the most ridiculous inflated number mm -hmm. because there's some things you can do that are just like so easy that would inflate the number so much. Yeah. And I think people like that, like seeing the bigger number. But I'm like, dude, let me complete like the miscellaneous section on the collection log. That would be really cool. Yeah, no, it's like you fall into that trap of being a clogger and then it just comes to bite you in the ass. Yeah, and then I see the dragon stone armor sitting there. I'm like, oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> dude, that fucking evil chicken just devaluation. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, it's it's, it's like... a terrible grind, but. I, I, but it's like it's not used for it was supposed to be a stupid grind 
Like that's yeah. the purpose of it. Like you came out with this stupid long grind that has absolutely no use other than this stupid cosmetic. I think the first mistake they made was buffing the birdhouse runs to actually make it possible to complete the set. Mm. Cause before that it was like 27 years of miscellanea <laughs> and you might get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It, or, or, and it was like something like, well, if you want to speed it up, you can just go chop teaks for like 600 mil XP or some shit. Like, so the time it took to do that plus miscellanea or something, yeah, like, something ridiculous. Might as well go do something else like more fun. Like, yeah. I don't do that. I really think that the birdhouses, like that was a positive change. It but was. What but it, the fuck was that last thing where you could get like, how many eggs were people getting a day? Like a hundred? The ends? I don't know. Because it was like uh, a friend's chat where they would just call out the location and then you could just like teleport to that location and get a bird egg real quick. That's so. So I don't broken. know. Why was it guaranteed? Like why? why? Because okay. apparently if you give little ants a nice haircut, they reward you with a, a nest with an egg in it. I don't know. Just Jagex logic yet again. Okay. Again, <laughs> I going back. Somebody's going to just call me out in the comments right now. Like, hey, weren't you just saying that you can't get butthurt over things getting devalued? There is still something to be said about not just breaking things just for the sake of breaking shit. Like if they were to randomly come out with a fucking, I don't know some guaranteed tooth half and loop half from a minute fight like just something where it like completely breaks the iron man grind of dragon or grinding out dragonstone armor like why even do it like stop it like this was this is an iconic grind like just leave it alone and i don't know i just felt like that it it would be okay if they made it so forestry was balanced in a in a way where okay yeah you could do these events and get slightly more eggs per hour God, yeah. they just overshot it so hard. Well, maybe they did it on purpose at the same time to make forestry look like it was a big success that's, at the same time. That's the tinfoil <laughs> like, hat I am putting on every day. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at all these all these thousands of players that are loving forestry. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, duh. <laughs> yeah. You're saving them like thousands of birdhouse runs. <laughs> thousands God. of birdhouse runs. Oh, I just, I just want to know, like, what's running through some of the J mods' minds, like when they drop shit like that. Like, oh yeah, this update is gonna slap so hard. They're gonna discover that we just broke another grind, so they're gonna do it. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's the case for all the stuff that we voted no on. I guess. Yeah. It's just like, oh, they voted no, so we got to give them a little something so that they start voting yes more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I did like the uh, survey that they put out. I, I. I, you know, just on Twitter was seeing people screenshotting stuff. And um, some people are getting mad for no reason over just them asking, like, questions just for data. You know, something mm -hmm. like, or, would you be okay? Or something about the polling yeah. system. It's like gauging interest. Yeah. Yeah. One of, the, one of the things that caught a lot of attention, though, especially on Twitter, was um, official niche modes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw that. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, um, I think they're cool. I think that people like those things, but I don't know if we should make like a whole game mode for those things specifically. Um, you know, the way I see new game modes is it's basically just a 
a fresh start at a race on the high scores. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things like bronze man mode, like the total level that you achieve doesn't really gauge your success on that mode. <laughs> so, like, how are you going to have high scores for that? So that's the, like one of the things that came to mind, like why I would say, eh, we can just keep that as a rune light plugin. And then whoever wants to do it can do it. Yeah, but... that's that's fair. No, I th- I think that's the, especially on Twitter, that seems to be the dominating. That's uh, the general consensus overall. Exactly. It's like, this I is unnecessary. I wouldn't mind them adding like one more game mode. If like it got enough support. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what that game mode would even be to get that much support that it would get into the game. Because it seems like people are just like, no more no more game modes, we're good. Yeah. Like after the group Iron Man stuff, like we're good. We don't need any more of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fair. Um when people well, first of all, there are and I don't see this often because I'm not just a lot of the people that play group Iron Man. Like there's, there is a huge chunk of players that play group Iron Man. I am reminded every day when I do farm runs, I'm just like constantly some group group Iron Man's talking to me. I'm like, what the fuck is that helmet? And I'm like, Oh yeah, there's that game mode in the game. And then I was yesterday, I was trying to find a corp world and I saw two people in the Iron Man instance fighting corp. I'm like, dude, you like, what do they do? Like, did they find a glitch where you can like alt this? <laughs> I realized no group Iron Man are the same as me, and then I started getting triggered, and I started like realizing that I'm I don't want to see people have fun together. I, I want them to suffer like I am. So no, <laughs> I'm kidding, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that I, I'm I'm reminded constantly that there is a ton of people that play group Iron Man. Is it extremely successful of a mode? I don't know. I actually don't know the numbers on it, but it we we have to remember that group Iron Man is not dead. It's not, and that. We think that because we never see it. There's barely any people that are perma on Twitter are <laughs> playing group Iron Man. I mean, if you're someone who actually has friends and enjoys Iron Man, I think it's great. But uh, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, even even as like a content creator, I just think group Iron Man. It. Well, I have to think as well because I'm not a player that just loves remaking accounts. That's like the that sounds like the least fun thing in my opinion. I just I the reason I love RuneScape is because of that endless progression. Yeah, that's why I gravitate toward this game, and I don't play any other games. It's just like every other game feels this is the biggest waste of time, but every other game feels more of a waste of time because I'm not getting something that's permanent. Like nothing permanent, nothing. No no progress is kept. Exactly. But yeah, for the group Iron Man, I mean, I've been I've been asked to do a few, but I just feel like with everything I have going on in my life right now, like I would feel so guilty if someone was just sweating their ass off, like doing all this stuff, like getting to 93 Slayer and buying it or like getting everybody occult necklaces and doing all this stuff. And I was just like, uh, I can only put in like five hours this week. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, like that, I would hate to be that guy. And it happens the opposite too, where like you're the one sweating, and you don't really care if somebody's. It it almost like just leaves this like. I, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, you're not going to be playing the exact same amount and going quite as hard. So yeah. there is going to be like contention in the group, no and matter then what. Like, 
And then there's going to be a skill gap too, where like, oh, nobody except for me can do corrupted gauntlet. So now I have to go get five bofas and five <laughs> sets of crystal. Like stuff like that just does not sound fun. <laughs> the, like the best part about um, group Iron Man is just the idea that like dupes mean something. Like hell that's yeah, got a yeah. dupe. Uh, and the, the the hardcore group content creators are pretty entertaining. Those are some good uh, series, I guess. But yeah, it's got to be temporary. Um, yeah. It'd be very hard for content creators to just make it normal group yeah. Iron Man and just be like, "Yeah, this is our permanent content now." Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. Um, funny because. Uh, this must have been a couple years back, I think, or not a couple. Well, I don't know. Whenever Group Iron Man was like kind of first popping off, I was in the catacombs just killing some banshees. I, w- I was like testing out some, like it, to see if banshees were worth it for hard clues potential. I was like trying to see if I could, mm-hmm. I don't know, bulwark them and stuff. But um, I met up with this group, Iron Man, and he said he plays with his, he's in a group with his two brothers, his mom and his dad. Yeah, just like a straight up like that. His entire family has a five man group Iron Man, and oh, I was gosh. like, that is kind of fucking wholesome. <laughs> like that's <laughs> so cool, but it's like, bruh, what kind of family plays RuneScape like all together in a group? Like that's dope as shit. Like I can't even imagine. I'm but... just picturing them all at the dinner table on RuneScape Mobile, <laughs> like while their dinner. <laughs> like. Dude, that's hey, so cool, can, though. Can you put this in the group storage? <laughs> Dude, that, that's like, that's like, I mean, even like relationship goals of like, you know, you dating a person that has, you know, like a, like a, a severe RuneScape addiction, you just make a group Iron Man together. Like that sounds like wholesome, oh, just something like, so oh, nice. like we can, we can progress <laughs> together, you know, like we can yeah. e-date at the Grand Exchange and follow each other and shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad it's in the game. And just going back to the niche modes, it, it excites one of the things that excites me about it, and I know I'm not in the majority, especially on Twitter. There's maybe in the casual player base, a lot of people would agree with me that, you know, just fuck it. You know, if it's fun, it's fun, just release it. Yeah. But there there are consequences to this. I'm not ignoring the consequences of just adding a bunch of game modes. Optimally, it would be add one or two, just maybe like two um of the ones that are the most popular in a yeah. certain time frame and then wait a couple of years and see what happens just so there's something fresh something if somebody burnt out of an account or got hacked or something they feel like this rejuvenation to be like oh my god there's a fresh new permanent high scores something that nobody's done before it's official there's some cool little niche you know way to play it i think that's cool and yeah it is gonna leave it's gonna cause more problems with every single future update now like because we have these game modes in the first place like iron man ultimate iron man they have to like consider so many different things and that'll just just, continually get worse but just bending content to everybody's needs right now Yeah. yeah but i don't know there's like something cool about area restriction that's official it's like i mean yeah don't get me wrong if bronze man's released in a year and i still don't have an ancestral top i'm gonna be like number one I'm going to be the number one bronze man. Wouldn't that be cool though? Like, wouldn't that be so fun? Like just, I think it would be fun to do a bronze man. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, Uh, even though I don't, that's like, you have to kill another player for your gear, right? No. Okay. What is it? Okay. Cause I, it it could be. So 
bronze there's like two versions of it where uh-huh. you could kill somebody i don't think they're going to go down that route because then you could just cheese it you just literally get full torva like day one. Oh, just, that's sad yeah um yes it would be just the opposite where if you have it on your collection log you can buy it um oh so so everything that you so you can use the grand exchange you can get any supplies you can get anything you want from there but you have to earn the things initially and then it's free game like then you can buy as many as you want so with iron man without chores basically exactly it's literally what everybody wants like (laughs) i don't personally want it um well i mean i i not i do want it i do want it in the game because it keeps my mode pure it keeps my mode more pure because now we have a bronze end mode so it's like go fucking over like go over there if you don't want like quit adding scar essence the scar the scar essence is because we do not have a bronze man if we had bronze end mode scar essence wouldn't have needed to be a thing if they just gave us blood rune pa- packs like <laughs> this wouldn't have been an issue or just change or just make some huge changes to rc and how you obtain runes I mean, I guess it was a huge update to RC and how you obtain runes, but... That's true. It's barely it's RC, so, though. I, I literally so did two hours. I'm done. I'm done for the next, like, three years of runecraft. Yeah. I think I did, like, five trips, and I'm good for the next few months. <laughs> it's like, dude, what is going on? Yeah. No, that came about just... The only reason that's in the game is because they didn't want to give us rune packs. Yeah, that's now, I mean... literally it. I I made so many videos on this, but like I, I almost would have been more okay. Actually, I would have not even almost like I would have been more okay. Like if if everyone's deciding that GP can buy runes on an Iron Man because it's already been the case and it's just tedious, then just make it so buy X. Like you could just click buy X on shops. Like just boom, there we go, we're done. But you know, room crafting still means something. Um, no, it doesn't because. <laughs> I mean, granted, before the True Blood Altar came out, it was like, okay, do three months of Zaya rune crafting for blood runes so that you can go do Tob for a couple weeks. Yeah, and that's why that was literally. I know, and, 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 and I'm not saying like how it was was perfect at all. It was actually, we were in a horrible state. They start. They started making some change with Guardians of the Rift and the outfit and all this other stuff to make it more feasible. But I was still like, bruh, pump that shit out. Like, make it so. And I came out with that idea of like the cosmic underworld and stuff of like ideas where really you could just obtain loads amount of runes through the rune craft skill. Like, yeah, I mean, if it was actually more runes per hour than buy, like just going and buying 250 out of every world, I would have done it. But that was not even close to the case. Mm-hmm. I could get like 50,000 runes in an hour <laughs> just hopping. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the other thing that's just odd about Scar Essence is like after you've mined the extracts, you literally can craft over 300,000 blood runes an hour. I crafted 310,000 in an hour. Yep. Like, wh- yeah, like why yeah. couldn't that have been reduced 6x? Like, what? Like, why? Like, it's just, it's just the number was astronomical for no reason, I feel like. But yeah, whatever. And- the funny thing is, it's like one step off of buying blood runes for a twenty percent discount. Um, oh, wait, wait, explain that. Like, what do you mean? So it's one step from just being able to buy blood runes at a twenty percent discount. All you have to go do is go craft them. Yep, yep, and it's yeah. No, it's just the, so... the other thing that is odd, and I have OCD about this a lot, so like I I hesitate even. St- mentioning any changes to scar essence because it now it sounds like oh you like scar essence because you want changes to it. it's like no it's like but i still have ocd about the prices 
of what they're charging for certain runes. Aren't they charging 200 per astral? Oh, yeah. Some of them are, like, really high. Yeah. It's compared just like, to what they should be. I don't know. I just, I just wish there was, like, a goddamn overhaul about RC. Mm-hmm. Just making it so you craft runes. Like, RC is the way you craft a lot of runes. And that's... Um, and, and another negative consequence, similar to, like, the fact that now you can guarantee a hammer at Tecton. It's kind of, like, in that similar vein of, like, there are unintended consequences to adding Scar Essence. One of them is... Why ever do other methods of RC? Because now you can just basically do the shop version where you just in, inject GP and get whatever you want in a matter of like one hour. And yeah. now it's like you might as well, if you're training RC, just do the fastest method, which is so boring because now you've just created less diversity in the training methods because you might as well just go as fast as humanly possible and not experience like, okay, I actually want this rune. Let's go train it a little bit slower in this method and get more profit. It's like, no, it's literally all about just do it as fast as possible now. Get there, get to the point where you can do what you need as fast as possible. Exactly. Get to 77. Is it 77 or 90 something? 77, right? Yeah. I I think the agility levels are Uh, higher. 90 something for agility shortcut, right? Yeah. But yeah, just get 77 as fast as you can and then you're good. You can buy blood runes infinite amount basically (laughs) okay let's um let's talk a little bit about um i guess a little bit more about that rebalancing that's happened obviously or that is going to be happening so fang scythe a cold i'm just listing off some shit that's like pretty big but what are your what are your thoughts overall on that whole like blog post i love it I think it's much needed. I do think a lot of it's way too late, but better late than never. Um, I think the occult was the biggest one for me, just because it's been such a problem for so long. And just to give a little bit of context to like what I mean is it's literally the most powerful single item in any style, <laughs> other than like a weapon. And it's 500k. I mean, even the price doesn't. I mean, or the, 93 Slayer, yeah. which like literally Alfie did that in like what 10 days on an Iron Man on a group yeah. iron. So it's like 93 Slayer isn't really that. I mean, I'm I'm even gonna more. go like the full route of like just completely discounting any of the requirements or any of the price. It's absurd to have an an amulet slot be that powerful in for any reason. It doesn't even matter what slot it is. It's the most powerful item of any other item in the game. Like, not including weapons, of course. Yeah, like, yeah. of course, if you go from, like, a, a whip to a scythe, it's, like, a bigger difference. But, mm-hmm. like, armor-wise, boots, amulet, top, bottom, shield, whatever, that is the most powerful one. <laughs> so, <laughs> make it make sense. It comes from Slayer. It's like worth 500k in the Grand Exchange. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad they're considering lowering it to at least five percent. And did they say what they're going to do with the other five percent? Are they going to give it back to other gears, or are they just going to like hang on to that for later? Uh, wait. Did they say five percent? Is that what they were kind of saying? Let me look at this. All I saw was a thumbnail with minus 5%, so... Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know because it doesn't say here in the blog. I'm reading it right now. It just says a cult necklace, far too much power in a single item. Bring its power down slightly and distribute its magic damage across other parts of magic progression. Okay, that makes sense. It, it could I be mean, five. I, I mean, it just it could. It needs to be at least five, but yeah. yeah. Um, um, I was going to yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, okay, I'll go. Um, but yeah, we have the eternal boots, which is like two slayer levels away from what the occult is right from cerberus mm -hmm. and it has zero yep. percent damage boost and it's like barely any accuracy so it's pretty much a useless item when it comes to like the end game unless you're only using magic yeah but in most cases you have to switch gear so it's not even worth bringing 99 percent of the time and then we have augury which you know piety 23 percent strength augury 23 percent damage to ranged and then we have augury no damage boost at all yep. and it's the highest prayer like the highest level 77 prayer and it's like the highest draining prayer too like it drains more prayer than the other ones if i'm not mistaken yeah they <laughs> i think like optimally it would be a cult is like Five. I was. I was back in the day. I would say like a cult could even just be nerfed to six percent. Um, I would even like to see a slight nerf to tormented only. And this is only mm. because I'm I'm seeing the full arsenal. Like your ancestral yeah. is only two percent. I, I want to keep things where like your every switch feels a little bit more useful. I don't. I don't like just absolutely overpower things. We don't really see that with melee. Like melee, everything's pretty well rounded. Your boots give five. Your armor legs get four your plate body gives six your gloves get well your gloves give a lot technically in in melee but like I, it would basically be like okay four percent um tormented six percent uh occult two percent for eternals and then five percent for so uh, technically in the long run you are getting more because augury would be given five percent yeah. or even like four percent would be plenty but like that's that would be fine i mean i think Another conversation, a side conversation is that Shadow needs to be nerfed, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, Dear God, yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that would fit in with that, too, is like, okay, we're increasing the the total damage you can do with magic, but we're actually, like, scaling back the Shadow a little bit so it's not quite as busted. Mm. And then it'll actually help close the gap because it'll make, like, the Sang Staff a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one max it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that would all work out just fine. I mean, sounds good to me. You're gonna get some flack because people are like, it's a it's a mega rare, it needs to be good. But like, dude, mega mega rares are supposed to fill somewhat of a niche. What's the a mega rare? The shadow? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people just whatever. don't want you to well, people don't want nerfs in general. People don't want you to touch their mega rares. They want every mega rare to be more buffed, more powerful, and it's like it's okay to make mega rares powerful but they got to fill a niche tebow's not good everywhere yeah, scythe isn't just, good everywhere shadow's good everywhere and it takes so much less hours than the other mega rares to achieve also yeah. so yeah. it's like hmm, maybe it shouldn't be good at everything <laughs> yeah so what are your thoughts so um let's actually i'm just going to go up the list it says void waker and oh, what jagex no. says is guaranteed hits um in pvm makes it difficult to design worthwhile spec dps weapons in the future without creeping upwards significantly that is very true i mean 
the Void Waker is just busted. I mean, there's no other way, there's nothing else to say. It's completely busted. And I love it. I love that I have <laughs> I know, one. Me I too. <laughs> me too. Like, this is like the opposite end of the occult argument. Like, it's the best. And I love it. Like, <laughs> I don't want it to change, but I know that, like, for the future of the game, it's probably best. Oh, but it's so fun to use, man. It's just like one of those things where it's 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 new first off so it feels like it should be like the new best thing to use. And it is cool because when claws came out, I mean claws just were just you use it everywhere. Like it's just yeah. they're so fucking powerful. Yeah. And now we have the void waker which is like the new and improved claws, which is yeah. fun and it makes sense, but yeah, when you think about it like for the future what are you gonna do that's gonna outclass the um, Void Waker spec? Make something that's like guaranteed a hundred percent. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you ca- you kind of have to go <laughs> if you want to make a spec weapon really powerful and used at a lot of places. You know, you just have to fucking make it guaranteed now. So or it's like a chance at hitting some insane number, I guess. Like yeah, like the Karises or whatever. Yeah. So fucking I by the way, I love I love that they added those carouses. I I, I don't give them that I don't really talk much. about them much, but they're just I, I I like that. There's just a random like fucking 170 you can hit. <laughs> like just awesome. I tried it out on KQ for a bit, but I didn't get that hit. So I was like, "Eh, it's so rare. I wish it was actually more common simply because yeah. it is just for bugs. So it's not like breaking anything really. It's just making the like KQ tasks more fun and potentially like it, it would have been cool as well if that was used at Kefri. But no, you just use the fang everywhere. Just... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It'd be, uh, KQ is such an annoying boss to kill anyway. Like make it faster. Why not? I actually liked, well, I liked the old KQ meta. It, um, I had a video. I think it got taken down because of the music I used. But. I did publish the blue Karis method where you just fully camp blue Karis for both phases. Was it good? Yeah, it was more kills per hour than like switching and doing like blowpipe into Bofa and you know um, or every other switch. Um, and I tried out Shadow. Shadow felt, you know, if you plug it into a DPS calc, it looks like Shadow does great, but it's like there's. Eh, I've tried that. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's hard because you're just taking more damage because you're only just shadowing at once. Where, like, as with the blowpipe into Bofa or Tebow, you're just getting so much more power into every attack you're taking. So every time you bank is a significant DPS loss that you need to note down, you know? Yep. And that blue Karis method was crazy because you you walk in with full ink, blood fury, and a blue Karis. Your whole inventory is just loaded with food. So... You go there, you hit two hammers. Actually, actually, you didn't even tell Liao. That that was the thing you did. You just sat there. You hammered uh, once. You left the cave so you can instantly respawn KQ. Or what? How did it work exactly? I'm not, I need to go back in that video because it's still in my just, archives. Like, it's just not public. Do you like hop and then I'm, re-enter the cave or something? No, okay, I'm I'm pulling this up now because I need to see this okay. just on my end. But yeah, the it, the running yeah. spec pool and then running back every kill. Oh. I hate that. I'm so glad that they moved away from that for a lot of the bosses. Like the spec pool and then returning to the boss, every single kill being the meta. 
Mm. That used to be good for like all the Slayer bosses, and it was the most annoying thing. Okay, Karis KQ was this was thirty four kills per hour. Woo! Let me let me see this. Let me pull this up. That's pretty good. I want to see if I can watch it. Okay. I was getting like twenty eight and eight way switches. So I can watch it on my end. So I'm gonna. If I link you this, can you see it? You probably can't, but let me just test it because it's blocked. It's just like oh. it's fully blocked because I just have to get rid of the music. I just haven't done it. Maybe if I have the link. Are you able to see that? Uh, looks like I can play it. No, video unavailable. Okay. Well, it's it's showing on my end, so I'll just kind of – but let's see what I did. So I would go down. I'm wearing full ink. What I have in my inventory – like I'll actually just – like. So my inventory is literally five brews, five restores, two super combats, and ten food. And then just like a spellbook swap to venge and thralls and a hammer. So it's just yeah. – you're just nonstop hitting. Sure. And then I wouldn't even – actually, let's see what I did the first kill. So right after the kill ends, I instantly leave. Oh, yeah, because that's what happens. It's an instance now. So it is worth your time to leave and then immediately go back down because KQ respawns. respawns. Oh, dude. <laughs> 34 kills an hour. And this is in comparison to – let me just pull up what my other KQ video is. For um, context, I was doing double Void Waker spec into Scythe and shadow for the second phase and i was getting like 28 kills an hour yeah just because i had to bank so much like i could yep. only yep. hold like 10 food yeah you have to bank and and this and again like i was bringing five brews so you gotta kind of sort of got to time out your um brew usage yeah. but you get used to it but yeah my my older video which i thought was like hella efficient was 32 kills an hour and that was with thralls venge a full-on setup to get your hammer in and but you are tellying out every single kill yeah so and, it was crazy just sitting there camping and making the method technically more easy because you don't even have to do any switches was two mm-hmm. extra kills an hour Jeez. and probably yeah. with the new um like ultor like the, i mean shit you might even be able to i, I don't know ultra's not like that crazy but like like an extra max hit that's it. Yeah, it but in the future like you could pump that shit up eventually you're gonna and if they buff inquisitor somehow and guarantee hammers ooh, oh man that it's gonna be busted yeah because you could just one hammer yeah just guarantee your that that was the the problem with the blue karis method is it was still crazy fast like i, I proved that you can get 34 kills in an hour but you would have some kills that take devilishly slow, but it was oh, still like way faster because you're just like you miss the hammer and you're like just sitting there whacking uh, this thing zero after zero after yeah. zero. Just like God. Yeah, I experienced that for sure because yeah. I was trying to do like Void Waker into Blue Karis, but it was not hitting very much. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to lower the defense for it to be good. Okay, Osmumpton's Fang, they are saying it's too strong on non, non-stab styles for Slash. And harms the position of other high-value melee weaponry like the Scythe, Blade, and Inquisitor's Mace. I'm um, just going to say something controversial, even though it's too late, but I think they just needed to make the Fang more rare to begin with. It's true. No, there's a lot of, a lot of, I mean... Like, the Fang is fine if it was, like, ten times rarer than it is 
thing is, is it's tough because 10x rare is just like, God, it just becomes... It's like an arbitrary number, but like still. You're right. It could have been more rare. Raids 3, this is the... This is my elite. I, it's really not meant to be elitist. It's just saying if you're coming out with an end game raid, it's not supposed to be accessible to everyone on release. Yeah. And I think that is the biggest uh, flaw in it. Because imagine TOB was released and every motherfucker was just camping it because, you know, you can just do it. It's, just every, it's accessible to everyone. It's going to be a really popular update. Like, yeah. okay, like these items are not going to be worth that much or yeah, as much as they could be. We could really go down the rabbit hole on what they could have done with TOA, but yeah. I'm not sure if you want to do that or not. No, I've, I, 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 we've <laughs> already sure do we... over and over again too. Like, I'm sure it comes up a lot. I talk about this. Everything we've talked about so far, like a, a lot of it, it's just I I've talked I've touched so much on it. I get like I get like micro headaches from talking about it because like. Yeah. In record syndrome. Yeah, it's just it's just a it's a it's a lot. I like talking about it because I think it is important to have open, honest discussion about the game and you know, be honest about whether you like an update, give your reasons why. Things are gonna change in the game. So like I but I still share my reasoning for why I think certain updates should be a certain way. And I think that's yeah, just healthy sure. to have that discussion. But yeah, I mean, now that we're left with a thing that is super common, it's like worth 20 mil. Um, yeah, they definitely need to tone it down a bit, especially the slash thing. Mm -hmm. Like double rolls against double accuracy rolls on slash is not good. Um, it just devalues blade and scythe. It devalues the the axe as well. The new axe mm -hmm. that's supposed to be really good. It's like, why would you sacrifice 40 HP when you can just keep it all and get like almost the same DPS? Yeah. So then making it so it's stab. What do you think about like the rapier's place? They didn't even mention the rapier because it is a stab weapon, but uh, Fang is just like the very few places where you're going to be using a rapier anymore. Honestly, I think in the near future, they may need to like either buff those weapons like the blade mace and rapier mm -hmm. or like release attachments for them because they're like <laughs> they're they're just irrelevant now yeah the fang like, made the them part. irrelevant yeah i mean the blade was already somewhat irrelevant with scythe mm -hmm. but then the new axe came out too and fang like those two things are better than blade and then blade yeah. you have to spend 100 mil to get it and it's not even worth close to that because the bofa is just inflating its price yep yep so <laughs> it's I kind of you should probably do something about that it's just tough because like it really just doesn't when you use the fang a lot and you switch to anything else it's like god this sucks like this feels so bad hitting zeros yeah, the soul. I mean, I got my soul reaper axe completed, and I started killing Vardorvis with it. And don't get me wrong, I've I've PB'd twice, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so like the soul reaper axe can do work, but sheesh, like there are some kills that are just painfully slow because <laughs> you just hit so many zeros randomly. It's not as accurate, huh? Yeah, it's just like you just it's not consistent. You can hit big, and then when you do hit big. It, in one kill, you get a great PB, and then it's like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, a few consecutive like seventies, and you're yeah, you're good. Yep. 
So I, I wonder really what the meta or what like we're going to see with melee going into the future. Is it going to be like, like, are, are we going to focus on more things with just higher accuracy that feel good? Like that kind of like similar to what Osmumpton's Fang is doing, just uh, barely yeah. hit zeros. It just feels good. I mean, what I would like to see from them is like stop doing the high defense thing so much and like actually add mechanics to the boss that make it fun if that makes sense so like instead of defense you can add a mechanic that's like making you run away and lose dps instead of just like making you hit zeros all the time mm. yeah they, i mean, they, have, I mean? they have so many options for things like that yeah but i feel like something like vedion was really fun like Especially killing it with the Ursine Mace, like you never miss, but you're still like super engaged. It's like high effort, and it feels rewarding to do it, you know. Mm -hmm. Rather than just sitting there like hitting something zeros and with like no action whatsoever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it just doesn't feel good. Like, oh, I'm just waiting. I'm just sitting here waiting to yep. hit a number. Yeah. Like that is not what PVM should be. One of, one of the worst things, I, I feel like it would be cool to have a weapon that somehow, and I, we have thralls for this already in a sense, but like there are some situations where like you will get a monster down to one HP and you will hit four zeros. And it's like, Bro, like, why isn't there some sort of, like, effect or something where I just, just die? Like, just fucking, like, you're dead. Like, some spell or... <laughs> yeah, just some prayer even that's just, like, finish him, you know? Just some yeah. fucking execution prayer. But it's, like, last if it's... Last hit prayer, last hit weapon. Something. Exactly. If, if in, those, in those circumstances where your monster's literally on the verge of death and you're just hitting zeros a million times, like, just... I don't know. And th that's why I actually think... Um, talked about in the prayer book I, I don't want a separate prayer book i don't want ruinous powers to come out I even heard some people saying oh actually i i beta tested ruinous powers in leagues and it felt great like bro you're playing on the biggest private server of all time and you cannot say this felt normal and great like we don't know that we just you're on leagues <laughs> yeah but um uh, leagues yes I, I really would when when i think of new prayers that could be added i think of a um what was it called? Judgment prayer, which is just in a super, super high accuracy, no damage, no defense. In fact, it could even have negative defense. Something that's just like pinpoint accuracy where you use this to hit your specs and you're, you're going to hit it. Or if mm -hmm. a monster gets really, really low, like this would be the perfect prayer for something that's your monsters at one HP. Okay. I don't even need the, the damage. I just need to fucking hit this. So you pray judgment yeah. and then, I mean, yeah, go for it. And then to circle back on the Void Waker thing, what they could do to, like, make another spec weapon that could potentially be used instead, as in, like, this is better than the Void Waker in certain situations, is if the monster's below a certain threshold and you spec it, it's guaranteed to die. Yeah, yeah, that would so be... That's similar in terms of, like, what you're talking about as well. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. That's a, a niche that could be filled. The other thing I want is a... Um... I think it was called Guardian Prayer. The Guardian Prayer is just a super tank prayer. It's like it's like a pot, it's like an augury in a sense, but it's just there is yeah. no offensive, there's no anything, and it's just 
extreme defense that you could pray against. It's like highly draining, but it's something where like, we already see it right now where you can optimize. I always just go gravitate toward next for this example of like step unders, you know, you're saving a lot of extra damage that could be taken on you to just do a step under with a five tick weapon. But if you were just rocking a four tick weapon, you could just be off tick with Nex, and you could just switch between piety and guardian, piety and guardian. Like whenever she's going to hit you, you'd pray guardian, you know, something where, and, and guardian could even have an effect where there is damage negation, even like, you know, up to 10%, something where it's like, could this kind of like an alley. Yeah. Like it, it could. And I'm not saying like, I'm absolutely not, not being dogmatic about this. I don't want it to feel like you are, well, the thing is, most defensive things, you'll never really feel forced to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It yeah. would be cool to have like powerful prayers that you do have use for. Yeah, like a run to south pillar p- prayer. Yeah, that's a great example. <laughs> just put on oh, Guardian, put on a bulwark, and just run, and you're you're good. Like you're, Everything's hitting me. Run! <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh. And uh, this is another idea. You've probably heard me because lurk in my stream but like the uh parry prayer parry parry so i haven't heard you talk about it so this has not worked out but it's something like a recoil prayer but there is a downside the parry prayer only works if it's on for one tick so it takes skill yep so you you might and if you miss it like if you mistime it or something then you get like you know, some negative, or it could even be something where like Perry, you turn it, you turn it on when, when uh, something attacks you and it would have to be melee based. It can't be range, can't be magic. So it, magic, it would be, if something is attacking you with a melee attack, you flick on Perry when it attacks you. Like, so you have to anticipate it. Yeah. You have to have that skill it has to be on for one, one tick. And it's whatever it hits it would deal like 25 damage back to it. So you, and it's like, it's almost like an additional attack in a sense. And you don't lose your attack cycle or maybe you even do. This is, this is something I'm considering. Like what if, you know, you attack on your normal four tick cycle, the very next attack is when next attacks. So you, so, so that parry acts as you attack and then it resets your four tick cycle again. And so now you're on a different cycle. Um, that parry only did, you know, well, I'm trying to think like how it would work. Cause there, there's so much to talk about with an idea like this, because it, it would be game breaking, um, in not game breaking, just game changing. Like you would use it in so many situations where it would like revolutionize how you fight certain fights because you yeah. want to be using parry as much as you can. So I think that turning this on for more than one tick should be like a, a pretty severe punishment then if it's like what you're explaining it mm-hmm. as. Mm-hmm. It would, so it would like, like if, if you turn it on beyond what you did, and, and this would have to almost be like when you pray parry, um, the damage doesn't hit until like a tick after just so it's fully registered that you kept that prayer on for just that one tick. Uh-huh. Um, and then so, if it's on for like more than one tick, you start taking like five damage every tick. Bam, um, bam, put, bam. Put, <laughs> potentially, or the parry reverses. So whatever you were just about to hit on the other person, Ooh. it just deals it to you. Ouch. So, so, it, but, it, but these parries are not massive damage. They're just like, 
you know, 25% of what that guy would have hit or something oh, like that. Oh, I thought you meant 25 damage for a second. No, 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 no. 25% <laughs> of, and, okay, and again, okay. I'm pulling numbers out of thin air. Like, I have no idea yeah. what the balancing would be. So if you were going to hit a 50, it'd be like a 13 or something. Yeah, what what the monster would have hit you. Oh, so if it was going to hit you a 30, it would have been like a, like an 8. Yeah, something just something like where like it. Okay. If you're and 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 now that I'm thinking about it, I I I think I said initially like it would reset your attacks cycle. I actually don't think that would be as engaging or fun. I think it would actually just be mm-hmm. annoying. No, no. So keep Should. your normal thing, but pray parry whenever it attacks you. And if you've just had it on for one tick and you successfully did it, um, that damage goes back to your opponent and. Mm-hmm. Maybe every time you pray parry as well, it is guaranteed prayer point loss. So it's not something you could just flick endlessly. It, mm-hmm. it like you activating it, boom, drain five prayer or you know whatever it is. So it, I don't know. I just the, there's like there are cool things that could be added. Again, I don't know how the hell this would feel. Maybe it would feel like shit. It and, might. Yeah. <laughs> Like we really don't know, yeah. I think it's uh, easier to feel like shit than it would be to feel good. <laughs> yeah. But Until you like really get it down, I think. Exactly. I, I don't know. There's there's something not, like you've you've killed a lot of muspa, I'm assuming. Uh like six or seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's that's respectable amount. That, amount. that smite phase is enjoyable. It's like you're Yeah, that, that is good actually. I like the smite phase. It feels natural, it feels good to just flick to something else and that is exactly what like judgment would be in parry like these and it feels like rewarding enough to be like definitely worth doing exactly but it's not annoying like i don't know like i what i could see would would be annoying is i don't know they're they're almost similar in a sense like of you doing um you know how people kill ulm and then they switch on like their or uh their tank gear whenever they're about to get take a hit yeah, just like shield yeah, flicking yeah. or anything like that yeah. it's like the sweaty stuff yeah there already is that in the game but this would just be a prayer form which i actually think just feels better yeah it feels a little more natural to pray something yeah um yeah i feel like a lot of situations where it would be good you're already doing so much anyway mm-hmm. and if <laughs> like it was yeah. if it was guaranteed prayer reduction Something where just parry is just a different form of prayer. Where you, as soon as you activate it, boom, drop five prayer points. Similar to like summoning sure. thralls. It's just guaranteed you're going to lose that prayer. Then you're not going to feel that obligation to use it everywhere. You you will yeah. use it in the places where you just need to maximize DPS quickly. Yeah, I probably wouldn't use it. <laughs> yeah, there would only be very certain. I mean, it would just be cool to have that luxury because some of the time you're in a PVM situation where you just have so much extra prayer and you don't have much. Sure. Yeah, food true. and so this would be just a nice usage of that like okay i'm gonna try this out yeah get some extra kills in and, and, and it's and it would also yeah. mm-hmm. and it would also be a great like this is exactly what that judgment thing or just finishing off a boss would be like when you can't hit that final one damage just wait for the boss to, to attack the boss yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense okay yeah there's a lot of uh interesting things they could do for sure yeah but uh that all of this like, stuff would need yeah. to go through betas. I feel like the gatekeepers are being gatekept from having cool stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good to have gatekeepers as long as they're rational. But yeah, oftentimes true. they're not. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Um, 
What do you think about left? I'm just, I'm going to bring it up because you're just talking about gatekeepers. What do you think about left click construction? <laughs> Dude, that'd be great. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? That's what I think. Um, yeah, skilling. I'm not really a skiller. Like I said, you know, I AFK most of my activities, so I'm not like a high intensity skilling kind of person. Mm -hmm. But when I was doing construction, oh my God, my wrist hurts so bad. <laughs> Dude. That was like one of the last skills I needed, of course, because it was like, oh, I actually have to like sit here and do this. Like only this. I can't do anything else on the side. Cannot multitask. It's just like I got to sit here and do this for 10 hours straight. It just feels so archaic with how the game has like evolved. Normal yeah. construction is like, God, this just feels horrible. Remove, build, remove, build. But it's a right clicking and there's like seven fucking options. You have to like per precisely. It's just like, God damn it. And then if you want to make it nicer, you have to fucking manipulate your whole client to make it perfectly like you have yeah. to line your angles up make little markers and shit like god damn it just fix this shit i saw that dk ho video <laughs> where he was doing like mahogany benches mm -hmm. like even if i move my screen one pixel this would this would like ruin everything exactly <laughs> And the, yeah. the gatekeep argument is like, no, no, this is what makes it fun. Like, the it's fun that it's like this. I mean, it's fun because I have to put in the effort to like set it up this yeah. way so that it then becomes easier and instead this, of just like making it easier. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the mind reading uh, play where you know you, you pretend like you know what another person thinks, but I I really do think a lot of a lot of the reason there's some gatekeeping again, complete mind reading. Um, I'm not claiming this is what they think but this is it seems to be that a lot of high level skillers like that like that things are just kind of annoying and tedious and something where like not everyone can do it from the get-go because it means like their achievements are like held in higher regard because in order to do this successfully like you need to know all the perfect strats all the plugins all the everything to just do this and if that gets taken away and things become more standardized then it's like well now you know figuring it out figuring out all these little things to optimize your gameplay is now out the window and so my achievement doesn't feel as you know yeah good. again just mind reading but i mean i can see that i i don't think that's too much of a stretch and i i think there is a tiny bit of value in that but yeah i also think there's just people that like to suffer yeah, there is. I mean, clearly. <laughs> yeah. A I lot mean, of mas masochists. I guess that's all of us. Yeah. To some extent, though. Like, we're all playing RuneScape. Yeah. Left-click con would be good. Um, Left-click con. Dude, have you done Mahogany Homes? Yeah. What do you think? It's not bad. It's pretty chill if you... Um, I like it. I if, like it. If, if you get into, like, a routine with it. Initially, it's a pain in the ass because just like learning anything new it's like how like am i doing this optimally that that's what goes through my mind when i was first doing it it's like yeah. th there's so many little things you can optimize with mahogany homes yeah it is nice just to kind of like move around the world too, doing that skill mm -hmm. instead of just like being in your house like hammering away at the same table for hours yep but at the same time like the xp per hour is so bad compared to actual construction it is, but it's it's like, like the it's like the giant's foundry version of yeah, just Yeah, it's like do I want to do this for five hours or do I want to do this for one hour? Yeah. Uh 
we're definitely touching on a lot of these project rebalances. So I guess we'll kind of like finish it up a little bit. What are your what are your thoughts on Scythe, the Scythe, the Elder Mall, and yeah, that's pretty much what I'm. I mean, there's other stuff obviously to talk about, but it's like specifically Scythe. Yeah. They're they're so basically they're um, proposing that it gets a. 15, 15 right? additional yeah. slash action. And correct me if I'm wrong. Does that mean every slash now? Is, is that like multiplicative in, in a sense? Like th that 15 is not just 15. It, it almost feels like 45 kind of because What's you're getting three slashes. 15 for each hit splat, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I think each hit splat rolls independently. Okay. Well, they did say. The same defense roll though. Yeah, they, they said it's about 7% better on really high defense stuff okay. like Grardor. So that's substantial. Yeah, I mean, it's good. <laughs> I don't think uh, 15 is going to like make a whole world of difference. Um, and I do think that they shouldn't just give it like straight up like 15. I think maybe they, they should consider adding like that only if you have the kits on it. Add a really? Yeah, that's my hot take. That is kind of hot because that's um, most I cosmetics that, don't do that. I know they're cosmetics, but I think that they could actually be an upgrade. And then maybe they could push it even a little more with what they're proposing. Because the scythe right now is just... Ugh. It's, uh, it's not very useful. I mean, I use it in basically Grotesque Guardians and Theater of Blood. That's it. And I guess I could use it in CMs if I wanted to sweat, but I don't, you know? I think it's actually got a lot. I mean, it, it definitely has a lot of places where you use it. And the thing about a scythe is every gear upgrade you get, like, it's just, it's making it more powerful yeah, than a single-handed yeah. weapon would get. Mm, so I, I'm looking, like, in the future, I don't... Ooh. Thing is, That'd like, right. and, and I'm in the camp that's unpopular camp that I don't even think a scythe needs a puff. I just, like, it's, and the reason I say that is because I'm not only looking at Osmopton's Fang and scythe, which seems to be a, what a lot of people pigeonhole themselves into. It's like, this whole game revolves around scythe and fang now, so yeah. scythe needs to be way better than a fang. And what about rapier? What about mace? What about, so if you're just gonna... Yeah, like I said, those yeah. weapons should definitely be better. Exactly. Um, I could go either way on whether the scythe should be buffed or not, honestly. Because, I mean, we could just add something in the future. I mean, we just did add an item that does make scythe significantly better, which was the Bellator Ring, mm -hmm. which doesn't really get talked about at all. It's actually, I believe it's best in slot to take into Tob now. Yeah. I, and it makes scythe actually a little bit better. I fucking love the Bellator Ring. I don't even have it yet, but like I love that when they were first proposing that, it was garbage. Like the stats they yeah, proposed initially. I remember. <laughs> wasn't it like eight slash and four strength or something? It's just like, hey, yeah. Like, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this is horrible. Like you actually need to make something that's best in slot somewhere, yeah. you know? I love I that. I think thing. they, I think they nailed it, honestly. They did. Um, but yeah, I still don't have that thing. Not even close. Whisperer is the only DT2 boss I really haven't touched because I got the Saren staff or whatever in 21KC. Mm. So at that point, I was just like, oh, okay, got to go finish the axe now. Yep, yep, yep. And then like 1100 Leviathan deep now, and I'm kind of like over it. 
Yeah, so, yeah. it's not fun. No, it's not. But, uh, you know, the, the chamber's quality of life got me re-motivated to go do that instead. So yeah. that's what we're working on. Cool, cool. Yeah, good luck. It's, you got to get that top, man. God damn it. <sighs> it's, uh, it's, it's pretty depressing. <laughs> so do you, I personally think that in the next year or two, they're definitely mm-hmm. going to come out with the tyrannical and um, treasonous ring variants of the Bellator. That's what I'm hoping. Some upgrade that gives that both of those the 20 and 6. Okay. That could help out the one-handed weapons a little bit too, right? It, it, it definitely will. Like that will make that will um you know, obviously that's going to be a huge thing to the Fang, but the Fang is already so accurate that it's like you would probably still use Ultor. Accurate, but the accuracy doesn't really matter with the Fang now. Exactly. But with the yeah. Rapier, you know, if you're getting an additional 20 stab, you know, your four tick versus the five tick thing. Exactly. That thing, like, I feel like that'll be a really good ring to um, introduce. And especially the tyrannical version. A t- like right now, just oh. for those listening, if you're unaware, like the tyrannical ring right now is plus eight crush. If it's in, in B- do you still imbue rings? Yeah, you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even fucking remember. Um, so plus eight, no strength. The, no strength. The new version will be 20 crush, six strength. Oof, like that would be so would, nice at Nightmare. That'd be so <laughs> fun to use with a mace. Like a mace and ink would be feel so good. Yeah. The scythe even. Do you, you use scythe on crush at Nightmare, right? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. No. It would. I would like that ring. Yeah. It would. Let's see, that's... um. I don't know. I'm almost thinking... like. This this is might be a hot take, and I'm not even actually going to like double down on this in any way because I could just okay. I, I could hear any argument that would persuade me that it's a bad idea. But I wouldn't be against Scythe getting the crush accuracy almost entirely removed, so you're never using crush with a Scythe. So Scythe really Ooh. maintains that strong niche of super powerful slash, but the Soul Reaper axe gets a huge crush bonus Ooh, i like it so now you have you have the competing mace and you have the soul reaper axe it depends on the scenario but Ooh. now when you go to nightmare you're you're rocking full ink the new tyrannical ring and a soul reaper axe that's hella good crush that'd be fun that would actually be really good and then that would also make fasani's pretty interesting because it would make your defense or no not your defense your hp like just low enough to be one hit <laughs> by a melee attack yeah yep. <laughs> thing is you can always eat up that's what's kind of well dude they they have to do something with the soul reaper act special as well because god like every every phase <laughs> you have to build that thing up again like it's so bad and then dude i was watching uh paulie nfs you mm-hmm. know him yeah 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 he's, he's always like, in my screen He's using it in Tob, and I'm just watching him. Like he's like, "Oh, I can't do this because if I if I don't hit something like within yeah. a few ticks, then I lose charges." And I'm like, "Dude, that's so garbage to use." It's, then it's literally an anxiety-inducing weapon. Like the the whole time you're just constantly thinking, "Okay, don't switch weapons, don't switch weapons." And then the other thing is, "Okay, keep hitting, keep hitting." Then the other thing is, "Okay, yeah. don't forget to use the specs like at the end, so you heal the forty back." Like, God. <laughs> and so if you switch weapons it's done like you start over right yeah yeah you just instantly start over it's just oh fucking gosh. stupid so you have to like 
spec on the last yeah and yeah there's probably a rune light plugin but you you don't even know what your normal spec is at i don't think i don't think there's a way to know unless there's special attack i don't know no i don't think there is a way yeah there's probably a rune light setting but yeah ah that's so garbage though yeah. Especially on Verzik, like, oh, yellow spawned. Uh, I forgot to use my spec. Uh, too bad. Lost 40 HP. It's so <laughs> dumb. It's uh, like, I, even at Vardorvis, where it's really easy to just main, maintain somewhat concentration, and it's, uh-huh. it's just, it's a short enough fight that you're just, just do it. And there are still so many times where I'll just forget, or I'll just pull my scythe out early, or just try to ancient godsword spec. Just like, god damn it. Like, rip 40 plus my Jeez. DPS loss. So you would spec and switch to scythe at the end of the kill, basically. Yep. It was just okay. like at the beginning of every kill, even if I was like almost full HP, I would start with an ancient godsword spec, and then Ooh. instantly switch to axe because you get one axe hit, which negates eight HP, and then Vardorvis usually hits you like a five to like a ten, and then that twenty-five heal procs, and then it, now okay. you're only going to be reducing thirty-two HP long term from like <sighs> full. And then, yeah, you just, I would release at around 15% and then finish off with Scythe. That seems to be pretty good. Well, sounds like I'm going back to Nex. For, <laughs> For the Ancient God Sword. Yeah, dude, Ancient Gods. I, oh, that was another thing they were going to nerf. Really? Yeah, they said it right here. It says Ancient God Sword. Current healing from special attack elongates, outlasts fights. Creates oh, too big an HP delta when uh, bringing PvP critical. into it, I see. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's always awkward. When I know. God damn it. Like the PVPers are saying this is busted, but yeah. everybody else is happy. I mean, it's the same thing with the soul rebrax. You, you like, yeah. there are reasonable things to change when you're only looking at the PVM side, but then you see in a PVP scenario, if you don't get rid of those five charges and you're just fucking, you have them saved up later. It's like that soul rebrax can actually go pretty Ooh, crazy in some PVP situations. Yeah. Did you see the video of Eli? like using it before they fixed it no was this a while ago? <laughs> what happened yeah he bought like the first soul reaper axe in the game right mm-hmm. and they messed up the calculations so bad that he was like hitting 300s <laughs> what the fuck are you yeah. serious in the in the actual game he was like procking maiden like in one hit like once he got charged up like by himself Bruh. And like one downing blow, like he but, he took it to Bounty Hunter and he was just bopping people. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, did he do it in PvP? God yeah. damn. And then he was like, no, we got to stop. We can't do this anymore. He killed, like two, he killed like two people and he was like, nope, we can't do this. Yep. Oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> that was the funniest thing I've seen like probably this whole year. It's <laughs> just him running around hitting 300s with it. It's, it's, it's so hard. Like I understand if you find a game-breaking bug... And it's fun like you just want to you just want to do it you just want to like test it you just want to go yeah. around and you know if it's affecting other people that's that's one thing but uh, i mean seriously like remember day one leagues four where they do like i was watching all the streams and like some guy that wasn't streaming did a thousand master caskets just because of that glitch that just kept repeating them just one step i'm, I'm like no, 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 no. It was It was just literally he opens one master and it just kept giving him another one another one another one so what? Just, you just spam him yeah Oh my god. It was it was glitch and so like I was in Bodhi stream and like he could have abused that as well but then obviously you know you got like 15,000 people that are like okay like mm, yeah that's sketch. <laughs> so so it got it got patched but 
yeah, the, when Bodie checked the high scores, like, cause he was one of the first people to get that clue relic. And then he checked the uh-huh. high scores and there's one guy with a thousand masters <laughs> done. And, um, I'm like, and, and who knows how many more potentially if he had like, just hadn't logged out, you know, but like, yeah. bro, I'm sorry. If that, if that were me and there was a way to just spam master caskets, I'm risking I'm I'm risking getting my league's account banned. Like just yeah, like hopefully yeah. it would hopefully they would be like reasonable enough to not if it was on my like normal iron like oh god like you please don't actually ban like my actual account. But just perm me from leagues cuz I want to enjoy this moment where I could just fucking spam masters. Like that sounds so fun. Opening a thousand masters is way more fun than anything else you could possibly do. <laughs> no, dude. Like, dude, you, you just gotta turn off mimics. Just like, nah, I'm just fucking spamming these yeah. right now. Like I'll get third age eventually. It's yeah. fun. We don't need mimics. <laughs> God, like that that must have been the most dopamine inducing shit ever. Ugh. Just I'm jealous. I know. It's just everything's dropping to the floor. Just you just seen third age, third age, <laughs> gilded all the shit. Oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, he didn't even buy that Soul Reaper like with the intention of like doing that. He was just testing it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Happens. I mean, it happens a lot a nowadays. Yeah, they are... didn't even send him a check for QA. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, no, we should really at this point don't ban us for bug abuse. Fucking pay us. Yeah, right. Uh, no, we found it. We found it. <laughs> Off. <laughs> Off. I'm team. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, let's see. Was that? That was pretty much it for rebalance. Um, yeah, I mean, main things just like the Fang and the occult necklace. Those are the two that are really out of whack right now. Okay, let's talk about. What do you think? I'm I'm here in your uh, your Google Doc. Should we talk about like the wilderness rework? Do you think? Ooh, yeah. Your thoughts on wilderness rework in general and just everything. I about really, it. I really enjoyed it. Um, so prior to that, I, you did you buy protection at Revs back in the day? It was just an entirely different scenario when I did it because. I I started revs the week that rev weapons initially came out. So this was July oh. of 2018. Okay. This is like the early there. You did not see Iron Man in the caves. It was just not a thing. You just didn't see. You did see one, and they're just getting they're getting no kills because you just got a bunch of people spamming. And if yeah. one person hits your rev, you're fucked. And. Uh, that was so annoying back in the day. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was bad. And so like I spent three months from the get go there. And after the first month, I met some Iron Men, and we were like, "Hey, like, what can we do to make this experience a little bit more enjoyable?" And then you know you get some connections, and you start like a little friends chat, and you got like you know five or six irons with some mains, and you're like, "Okay, let's let's try to protect each other." And then that kind of built up, and then some guy from Rot was like, "Okay, like we can kind of settle something where we can you know have some sort of team," but for the first three months, there was real no, there was no real protection. There was no real like organization at all. It was just like fucking um, free for all. And I never paid a dime because I was just part of like the founders of it. And it's just like, and then I got my weapons and I dipped. And then, you know, several months later, now all of a sudden people are having to pay like 200 mil for yeah two weeks <laughs> or some funny. shit. 
yeah, I tried it out when the weapons first came out, and I was like, no, this sucks, because I couldn't get kills, you know? It was so crowded. It was um, bad, yeah. And then when I heard that, I think it was, like, on Twitter, and Nasty posted, like, hey, we're doing this service now, and I was like, oh, okay, let me try this out. So, and the funny thing is, like, right when that happened was, like, when my wife moved in with me. Like, she was still my girlfriend. <laughs> She's, like, seeing that you're true <laughs> character. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> she got exposed to RuneScape for sure. Because <laughs> it was two weeks at a time, and, like, you, if, if there was an open spot, you had to go, and then... <laughs> You, you, didn't, you didn't want to lose your place in line because you had to like literally wait for an hour if you wanted to like get a spot, right? Because they like it's like what airplanes do, like they, they book too many seats and then they have to like have people <laughs> skip their flight. Like it was that situation. So it's like if you got in on a spot, you had to stay there like for the whole night. God, what did your did what did did your wife ever confront you about this? <laughs> like, what the uh, fuck? She must uh, be so chill if she was just like uh, she was like, oh, this is fine, this is normal. It was like walking on eggshells every day, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Dude, like, just I mean, for those that don't understand how crazy this was, I mean, when after about a month and a half, when things kind of started to, build, I mean, even from the get go. I understood there was a certain out. There are certain hours at revs where you can get the mo- maximum amount of kills. Yep. So even before protection, like I became such a degenerate. Like I am not kidding. The game, I I ignored everything in the game. I didn't do any urbans. I didn't do anything. It was just log in and fucking milk as much revs as possible. Just go in there and sweat. Just sweat, 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 sweat. And then log out, wake up in the middle of the fucking night, sweat, 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 sweat. Like just, it was just horrible. Like just, but it was addicting as hell. Like it just needed to do it. And it was, they were called money ghosts for a reason. Just, especially when this. Dude, this was before the table got nerfed. So Mm, they were, oh my God. Oh, See so the, nice. the first two, the first two and a half months the first two months were when nobody knew except for Rot because of Jed nobody knew that scold mechanics gave you better drop rates mm-hmm. and then the Ash tweet came out and oh my mm-hmm. god it just changed everything there was a day I, I kid you not like a six hour session of just doing revs where I got, like, three relics and some other shit. Like, I, I literally made, like, 68 mil or something just in statues. It's just like, bruh, yeah. what the fuck is it going? Like, this is so private servery. It's so bad. I got three relics in, within, like, two hours one time. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, so what are, so... what are your thoughts on, like, just how everything has kind of changed, gone down? Well, I, I kind of wanted to finish my story. Oh, yeah, go for it. I completely interrupted and just... <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. So, yeah, I did the two weeks of protection. So for those of you who don't know, it was like a service where they would basically, like, protect you. And you would just be in, like, your one little spot killing, like, two or three different revenants. And then there would be, like, opponents coming in, like, opposing clans of rot trying to come in and, like, ruin their whole service. So you'd be getting crashed by people, you'd be getting maced, and, like, you'd have to, like, abide by certain rules so that you didn't, like, lose your plus one. Like, you'd have to camp 40 HP and pray range, or you'd have to do certain things, and you'd just be, like, 
sweating it out for hours on end for two weeks straight when you bought this service, right? Because 200 mil back then was actually kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. You'd get a lot done with two weeks, though, if you if you were to truly oh, yeah. sesh. I mean, even mains and, like, gold farmers were doing it because it was definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the first two weeks, I was left with no rev weapons and <sighs> no amulets of avarice. And like I said, my wife, this was like her first exposure to like what this game was. <laughs> so I, I had to buy another two weeks because <laughs> you're like, you're already, you're already like, maybe I'm already like, this far. Yeah, like yeah, I gotta just, keep going. Just, just imagine like, just hold off with the divorce papers. Hold off, hold off. <laughs> no, we weren't married yet. So. Okay. 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 That's funny as fuck. But, yeah. I did like two more weeks, same thing. Like she was pretty uh she was pretty upset by the end of it, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, we got through it. That's cool. And then I ended up with four amulets of avarice and no rev weapons and nineteen thousand scold rev kills. God uh, that's tilting. So that's that's the uh that's the pre-story to this. So, whole so subject. you you wrapped up like so you didn't continue after that. You're just like Fuck no, it. like like this I, is stupid. I couldn't. <laughs> like you're like I about know. to pay another two weeks, and your wife's like staring. Yeah, mm, I you. was like thinking of, it was it was a hard decision, but I chose <laughs> her over getting a crossbow. Okay, <laughs> that is awesome. That's so funny. Like, no, nobody really understands, but when if you understand, you understand. Like you just, dude, <laughs> so that was such an interesting time because it was so early on in like our like the serious part of our relationship. You know, we had been like <sighs> talking and stuff, but we, we just started living together when that happened. Yeah, god damn it. Yeah, that was that was a good call to not continue that, especially if you had already yeah. been so dry. What would it was been... a month, a month of doing that every day. Uh, yeah. Did you have like, did you like wake up in the middle of the night and shit and do that? Well, I would start at like maybe seven o'clock and like we would eat dinner and I'd be like, okay, I got to go shoot ghosts. <laughs> and then I'd be on until like one or two in the morning. Did you ever, did you have to like fucking participate in the, you know, get, Getting in voice with the boys and you know massing worlds when they get yeah, taken. Out. God, I, you dude, to. I tried to av- I tried to avoid that. I know as much as I could. And the funny thing was, like, they told us to bank once because someone was attacking us, right? Mm-hmm. So I went to go do like a farm run or something. And then when they were like, "Hey, we're we're gonna come and fight them," so gear up. I was like, "Okay," I geared up. And then I ended up dying at some point. And then, like, ten minutes later, one of the guys in Rot sends me a screenshot, like, what the fuck is this? And he shows me a screenshot of, like, 16,000 Law runes, 16,000 Dust runes, 16,000 uh, whatever other rune there was. Because I brought my rune pouch. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, what the fuck? You gave him, like, four mil <laughs> for That's nothing. fucking funny. So Have you I wasn't ever... allowed to uh, go out on those outings anymore, luckily. <laughs> oh, but that, that, perfect. Yeah, it was great. Uh, that's funny. Did, have you ever had, by the way, like a, a devastating mistake in this game on your Iron Man where like you... Ooh. I mean, that doesn't sound devastating at all, just losing some runes, but like... Uh, at the time, it was kind of not good, but I got through it. Um, 
I have teleported on accident. I had my portal nexus set to like Gorok Telly because I was training prayer, I think. Mm-hmm. And I went in there in a PvP world with like all my top gear. So I've done that before, but what? luckily, luckily nobody was there. That fucking panic, though. The so panic, I just like sheer panic. Panic. I panic walked so fast. It was probably like less than one game tick. I got to the logout. <laughs> I and saw then it's that. Like, and then I saw like, that PVP skull above yeah. my head. And I was like, nope. <laughs> God damn it! That is terrifying. Yeah, fucking terrifying. And that's when I had like two pieces of Torva, I think. Oh, dude. Oh, like, imagine. You, you think of, like, the worst, I think the closest I've ever come to losing something. Like, I've gotten close occasionally of leaving something at a gravestone, like, a, a leaving a mm. lot at yeah. a gravestone and then just going about my day without knowing. Luckily, I've never done anything extremely dangerous while shit was in my gravestone, but I definitely have, like, spent a significant amount of time with valuable things in my gravestone. I think TOA is the place that it happens most often. Because yeah. I will die to TOA, and I'm just like, I'm fucking logging out. And then I'll just go do something else the next day or something. And Oh, no. No, that's bad. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> but the thing is, you're you're keeping your most, most... Wait, do you? I'm trying to think if you can keep your most value. Everything is, goes three. in there. Three items. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, there has been, like, two other close calls, though, that I can recall. One was Hydra. When it first released, did you run in with barefoot? I think you know where this is going, <laughs> but you had to wear like the boots of stone to mm-hmm. protect yourself from that ground. Yep. And I didn't have a lot of gear at the time, though. But I was. No, I wasn't a hardcore anymore because I had already died. But yeah, I ran back in there. What weapon was I even using? I think I had a dragon under crossbow or something. But yeah, I died and like almost lost full armadillo and like maybe pegs or something so how did you get out you just panic telly when you started realizing you're taking a shit ton of damage made it back to like where it where you're not getting burnt with like nine hp or something like that oh my god so you didn't you didn't have any tellies or anything you're just or did you not think about it because you probably had the blessing well, I was going, and I thought I would make it to the chest because I was only taking, like, four damage at a time. Oh, but then God. I got to the chest and realized, like, I can't unlock it when I'm constantly being hit. So, <laughs> Dude, there, yeah. were, there were quite a few people that died. There were so that many day people one. that lost items to that. Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah, there was one guy that lost, like, 400, 500 mil, like, full max. Like, But, I mean, obviously, you, didn't, you don't lose your Tebow because, you know, yeah. that's kept. But, like, full armor, so, full everything, like... Oh, I know someone that lost like 200,000 amethyst arrows. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, Jagex is just sitting there laughing their <laughs> Just like, off. oh my god, so evil. But yeah, when you get to that chest, you think you're going to make it, and then you realize you can't unlock it when you're getting take, taking constant damage. So I was like, fuck, I'm not going to make it. So I had to run back, and I barely made it. And then another one was Nex. Because when you die, your stuff goes in that chest, right? Mm-hmm. But I made the mistake of, like, entering the room with no ancient item on. Like, I was kind of just, like, absentmindedly going to Nex again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I entered that room, and sure enough, like, 20 monsters jump on me. <laughs> and the I, one time where the whole place is clear is when you're... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, like, went 
back through the door quickly, and I took like 70 damage or something with Jesus all my stuff Christ. in the chest. Yeah. And that would have been a really bad one, because that was like literally max range and max melee. Jesus. that Yeah, that'd be so bad. I've never had... The only close calls I've had is that wilderness clip where... I was actually killing next. I got an elite clue, and I was on that high risk. Fuck being on high risk worlds, God. Oh, just... it's the best world though. It's the worst. <laughs> it's just not worth it. And yeah. so I just instantly did my elite, pulled the lever. Instantly, just a guy sitting there, TB'd, and I had uh, the only thing I was gonna lose was like a blowpipe loaded with. I'm pretty sure my dragon darts and like oh, all my I... all my dragon darts, my claw. Or I don't, I don't think I had claws, but I had an eternal glory blowpipe. And some other shit, but like, oh, and saw that clip. My, you my, barely made my, it, right? Yeah, my master scroll book, but the the master scroll book, I'm I'm not, I can't remember fully at the time if if I was already being safe about that, where I don't have them all inserted, because at this point I have mm-hmm. so many scrolls that I just shove them on my bank because I have like over a thousand of like all of them. And you just put like fifty at a time or something. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Yeah. But it's also okay. one of those things where like if you're. I'm trying to think because I'm pretty sure the Master Scroll Book has this stupid dialogue auction. Like, like you, you think you know if you're if you're ever in that scenario, like, oh, I'll just drop my Master Scroll Book and then just go pick it up later after I've died because it's untradeable when mm-hmm. it's loaded. But no, you have to go through two separate dialogue options and confirm Jeez. that you want to drop it. So, hella dangerous. But yeah, I almost almost died. Called out my stream. I was like, get the fuck out here, boys. And like three of my stream people came out butt naked with like a, you know a fucking crystal bow. Started and boxing. No, no, I I couldn't like um. Well, some guy wanted to box me. He said box me, but I I was just panicking, so I just ran and I just amazing footwork. And some guy tagged on the the last guy, and I was wow. able to get that log out. And I had I mean I had like I don't even know like thirty HP left, no food, no anything. And, and I'm just thinking, like, this wouldn't have been that bad, you know? It would have set me back, you know, maybe, like, 50 hours or something. Just internal glory and all this other shit. But, like, oh, just... It, it, when I think now, because I had... Um, I recently had Frey on the Sebe cast. Mm-hmm. And he was hacked. And he had one of, like... He had a pimped-out Iron Man. I mean, like, on yeah. your level, you know? Yeah. And all gone. Ugh, Everything. Dude. And it's like I can't imagine losing it all now. Yeah, and and like it makes total sense. Like, why would you want to continue? Like, no, I would do something you, else. You can't, you can't continue like that. It's just some people have pulled it off. You know, Travis forty two. Travis, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, that that didn't he like drop it all to his main or something? Yeah, yeah, we don't we don't talk about why he why, what you know what exactly happened. <laughs> he wasn't talk even hacked, but he wasn't even hacked. So <laughs> I know, no. I, for him, for him, it was he was at the point in his life where he realized he's playing a lot of RuneScape, yeah. and he's like, I need to be done with this. So drop everything over to the main, and you know, keep it on your main. Quote, yeah, unquote. sure. And, keep and it so, on your main. <laughs> so then you know, you give it a year, give it however long it took. And you realize, oh, my, um, I realize I actually, you know, that, that late night thought where I thought I was thinking clearly of like, you know, let's just fucking drop over everything. Cause I'm never yeah. going to play this game. Like I'm not enjoying it in this very moment. So why not just fucking drop it and my life will magically change and I'll just become very productive and stuff. But now that's not what happens. And yeah, so give it, give it a year or so. And the cravings, just the cravings just call you just 
RuneScape, RuneScape, RuneScape. Dude, trust me, I, I, I've been playing this game for 18 years. I've never stopped. So yeah. I, Have I, you ever I, had a burnout? Like a, a, significant... uh, a couple, like EOC, when EOC was released, I stopped for maybe two months. And then I was like, uh, maybe I'll come back and try it. And then there was like some fun things you could do. Like Darox was completely busted. You can go and kill Bandos in eight seconds. So that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then I started gambling. Let's talk about that because that's definitely a point. Uh, let's, let's hear all about that. Yeah, no, mean, we'll come back. We'll come back to the wilderness. That's that's a good topic. Yeah. But. Let, let's let's um preface this as well that like gambling in RuneScape it's gotten a lot better, obviously, with the dual arena removed and things. But yeah. like when you're in your adolescence and then you you're going through like early adulthood, like you can get sucked Dude. into that shit really fucking easy. Oh, uh, so bad. So let's, so let's hear this, it. This had to have been, I mean, when was EOC released? Like, 09? So this had to be, like, 2010. So I'm, like, still, what, 16 years old? 16 years old, and I'm like, oh, I want to make money. I'm not very good at killing bosses. I need a way to make money. So obviously, like, I want to gamble. And at first it started with me just like throwing some extra money at like those hosting flower game people, right? Mm-hmm. But then I quickly realized I'm a, I'm a smart guy, you know? So I realized, hey, this is, the odds are against me if I am the one betting with them. So why don't I make people bet with me? And then I get the odds. I win the money. So that's basically what I did is I, you know, extorted noobs for... Uh, I would say a good, a better half of two years as like a 16 year old. So how much, where the, did you get, like, how did you start? Like, did you have, or did you already have GP? Like, I, feel I like had you like, I had like a good amount of stuff. Like, I had Torva and like some other gear. What was, what was your bank worth at the time, do you think, when you started? I don't remember the values of things, but it, it had to be in the realm of, in like, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If I were to put it OSRSGP, it would have probably been like in the 500 mil to like 800 mil range, somewhere okay. in there. But, you know, party hats at the time, a blue party hat was like 2.5 to 3 bill, I think. So that was like something I really wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like a childhood dream. And this was maybe like, you know, five years after I had started playing. So I was like, oh, man, it's time to start like actually going for this thing I've always wanted. 
Um, so that money, that money craving came on from that. And then I was just realizing like, oh crap, I need to like start hosting, like gambling. Like that's the only way I'm going to be able to make that much money. And then, so basically there was like clan leaders that you would have to like pay money to, to like be in their clan to like host gambling. So I like paid 200 mil or some something to buy into it to like play flower play with flowers hot and cold you know Mm -hmm. so i did that man i was in high school so that pretty much consumed my life for like two years like i would literally get home and i would start gambling (laughs) i would just be like hosting and i would be like typing in hot cold times two and my username like for hours, I would just be typing that over and over and over and over again. And like, I would get people, you know, gambling with me. I was making tons of money from it. Um, and eventually I got up to like a purple party hat. So I was like, oh, I finally, you know, have what I wanted. But obviously, you know, I was human. So I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted a blue party hat. I wanted the blue one. Blue one's the most expensive? One. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It always was. So instead of, you know, continuing, I was just like, well, this party hat is worth about half of what a blue one is. So if I just gamble this and I win, I'll have a blue one. (laughs) And I lost. Oh, no. Yeah. Then what happened? That was the end of the the gambling arc. Really? They just ended? Yeah, that was it. It feels like it doesn't end I was that dev- way. I was devastated for like weeks, though. I didn't play the game. So that was like another one of my breaks. So let me just get this straight. Okay, so with, especially when you're young, you, mm-hmm. th- you know, you don't really see the harm in certain activities. You just, it's all about like, just like, you just don't have much experience with things. And so you get into gambling, you see all the highs, like all the great highs, yeah, and all the, yeah. the benefits, and you don't, and the evil of gambling and what i've seen and especially like people i've seen in real life people i know in real life that have been affected by it it's like you become a shitty person yeah like you it's just like almost inevitable yeah and i was legitimately addicted to it like i could not do anything except for do that like couldn't even think about playing other parts of the game like i couldn't even think about going and killing a boss you know, that wasn't even in my brain at the time. It's like RuneScape is only this. It's only like a a gambling game now. God. Right? Was there ever like a moment where like were there moments where in that span of time you just wanted to stop but you like just couldn't? Like you just um, you realize like this fucking sucks. Or was it really I, just at the end that was what it was? There was times where I was, like, really hating it just because I, like, you know, as a host, you need other players to come bet on you. And there was days where, like, nobody would come. So I would just be sitting there typing away hot cold times two like an idiot. And that would be, like, eight hours of my life gone. <laughs> so those that kind of thing was shitty, but... Do you have any, like, extreme losses before that massive loss at the end? There were some pretty big ones. Like, I got to a point where I was taking like multiple bets on some days. So, like, multiple players would come and bet, mm. especially if you were on like a hot streak. 
So if you planted like seven hot colored flowers in a row, like people would try and like, you know, snipe that streak by bedding cold. Mm -hmm. So I'd get like a bunch of people just like doubling down, you know, you know how it goes. Like you bet five mil at first and then 10 mil and then 20 (laughs) mil. And eventually if you win, you profit five mil. So that happened and I planted a white flower which was like the person who bet wins like triple their bet or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that almost like cleaned me out. I only had like maybe 50 mil left after that. Jesus. But you have to like pretend, you have to like front it. Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like I was known as a pretty like reputable person. So like people trusted me, you know, I yeah. didn't scam anyone. A lot of those guys did, but yeah. I was like someone who didn't, and I didn't real world trade either. It was really big to like real world trade all of that money that you were taking from mm-hmm. people. But I didn't do that. I just wanted a party hat, so yeah. you know. So, so there, was, there was some innocence to it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Long when, story short, so, so it was just really bad. Yeah. So two years had gone by. Did you ever return to that, like in old school or anything, the the habits of, you know, duel arena or anything? No, I did do some duel arena in old school, actually. Not a lot, though, because I had I already know what it felt like to lose everything, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I definitely didn't want to feel that way again. And by the time old school came out, I was older and old enough to understand like what gambling was. Yeah. And what addiction was like I was 20. So I have like already been, you know, experimenting with alcohol and like stuff like that. So I was like, okay, there's consequences to the th- these things that you can get addicted to. Yeah. So I would just, you know, do like small uh, staking for fun mm-hmm. with like the extra money I had. Or, you know, if I got a, a drop like an Armadale Hilt or something that was worth like 100 mil at the time, I would just go gamble like with like 20 mil of it yep it's just it's just really like it's just the worst because even if you know you're just gonna be it's it's all innocent and you're not like yeah. scamming people and you're not like it's just all just a matter of fun it still is like this extreme dopamine where yeah. the rest of the game the more you do it the rest of the game feels so shitty the rest of the game feels so bad when you're pulling in like 50 mil and two trades and then you go and you have to kill like a boss for 20 hours to get the same amount of money. It feels mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah. The one of the, I remember <laughs> like, when was it? It was like 2015 or 2016. I just remember like there were these people that would just had massive, I mean, not nowhere near what it is today, but massive amounts of Zora kills and they were just addicted to gambling. So they would just, you know, kill a thousand Zora, go stake it all. And go stake it, yeah. Go kill a thousand Zora, stake it all. And it's like, when you're in that rut of full addiction where you literally just can't stop, it's just compulsive. It's just like, I, I, I have to. It's yeah. just one of the worst. And, you know, I don't mean to like pick out people, but I think the person I remember getting really sucked into gambling was Fantastic. Did you ever watch his stream? Fantastic. Nope. Fantastic. So it was P H A T. Um, oh. He he was that pure that um, did like two hundred mil RC through Abyss and shit. And uh, he's got like a pretty. Uh, he doesn't really play RuneScape anymore. I think. I think he plays like some zombie game. But um, 
left for dead i think it's called uh but anyway he he had his like gambling arc on stream where he just like just got so addicted and he had he would stake bills you know and like it, you would just see the highs and the lows of his stream like he'd be so happy when he's winning 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 and oh my god it was like just fucking frightening seeing when he's like hella depressed when he loses everything it was like oh god this is not good like this is just and um i just remember like he thing is is like he had such a nice account and 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 you could just tell he didn't want to have this addiction like he didn't want to stay he he would always have these resolutions that he would never be able to follow through he'd be like okay i'm done like i'm, I'm done staking like we're we're back to the grind i want to do like a bit i want to do a nats through the abyss and build up a huge bank and just just play the game like i normally did but just that addiction that enticement to go back and do it again the more you get hooked in that the more you you just crave the simple things and that I feel like, you know, having that like non-dopamine, just being able to like grind RuneScape, there's something so nice and just cozy about it. Just nothing comes cheap with RuneScape. And as soon as you start making things come cheap, everything be just sucks. Like it's just, you, you don't get that long-term fulfillment anymore. And yeah. so uh, you, you kind of see that when people get addicted to gambling briefly, it's like, you just want to yeah. go back to normalcy. You just Everything want else. <laughs> like you Everything just, you else just becomes worthless. Yeah. You, you just crave that old mentality you used to have where mm -hmm. I could just enjoy the game and feel like I can do these grinds. So it really is, you know, I see gambling and just, I mean, obviously addiction is a disease. And when people get addicted to that, I just feel bad because it's like but most yeah. people don't want to be addicted to things. They just are. No. Yeah, it's really hard too, especially when like life isn't going that great and you just want that hit. Yep. Oh man, cuz I remember like personally speaking, like I would come home and just like I had a bad day. So I would just like start gambling and like makes you feel if good. If I lost, no. But if you had a bad day and then you start losing on top of that, you're just like fuck this. I'm going to bet everything. Yep. <laughs> You know, you get to the point where you've like had it. You're like, fuck it. I'm just going to go all in. Yep. And, and, you and can, that's and, always the time you lose every time. And, and you can like be, you know, in, in a very calm state of mind, you can say, I'm never going to be an emotional better. Like I'm, I'm never going to be emotional no. about this. I'm just going to be very, but dude, those emotions run so fucking hot when you're just on the craziest highs and craziest lows. It just takes one bad day to trigger it, you know? Yep. Yeah, I'm really glad that uh, I never really got sucked into that. I mean, I definitely have had my own, like, gambling experiences that were mm -hmm. ma mainly, like, poker. I think um, I, when I was introduced to poker in high school, I, I remember, like, really f just instantly just being like, this is fun as fuck. Like, I love yeah. this. Like, just any sort of Texas Hold'em with friends. And then, of course, when they were, like, apps, I remember playing some apps and... Uh, this is before like I was even really playing old school. This is like in Vegas, but I at Vegas, it's what's funny about Vegas is like just being in that location for some reason, like the algorithms just all start sponsoring all these gambling things. It just it just starts <laughs> happening because you're just in Vegas, just in that location. So every single advertisement's gambling. But um, yeah, I definitely understand that like gambler's mindset, and it's so toxic. It's just the yeah. worst. 
and and it's just and when you think about gambling like rationally it's like you know you're gonna lose like it's just this is not a winning thing like yes if you're gonna play odds and stuff and you're you know responsible it's like yeah but then at that point you're just just ripping off other people and that's not a great thing ever but like yeah it's just this whole system is just built for highs and lows it's just horrible it's, i don't know yeah well I, I learned a lot from it though at least like it is good it to was, go through it, stuff it, it was worth it you know yeah that's I, I like me i'm very uh very much like i have to experience stuff myself yeah, I'm glad I lost digital currency and not actual money too. Can, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine like my first getting into it when you're when you have like a lot of money? Addiction. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like if I got into it right now, oh my god. Jesus. And you don't know that, dude. That's I mean, like you can literally take out loans yeah. that are like tens of thousands of dollars and gamble it. The thing that <laughs> really depresses me is how crazy popular it is to just have advertisements of gambling like DraftKings and all this other Dude, they're fucking, everywhere it's it's everywhere and the worst part is and even my little brother so my little brother you know he was like 20 he was living with us briefly and um well this is like in alabama when i was living with my older brother my little brother came yeah. out and he discovered you know some little sports betting app and you know the first thing you know he gets 100 bucks for free or whatever He's like, oh, this is awesome. And then he's like, first bet, he, you know, wins like 500 bucks. He's like, oh my God. So he's like at work. And again, he's like young. He's like 19 or 20. He's just like telling all his friends like, oh my God, like guys, place a bet. Like you're going to win this money and stuff. And then, so he's, he's hyping up this whole thing and he's just young and just stupid. And he doesn't realize it's just straight up gambling. <laughs> he's like trying to get his friends involved and stuff. Cause he's one of those people that can just like really like get energized about something and start convincing oh, people no. and stuff. And so yeah. he ha he has this thing, and, and like he comes home, and I realize like what he's doing. I'm like, dude, like <laughs> this is gambling. I know you don't know much about it, but this is really not a good thing to be getting into, especially when you don't have money at all, and you're trying to save up for school and stuff, and you're just fucking taking bets. Like, no, 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 like it's fine. Like I'm just gonna you know just bet little bits. And then it was funny because I don't know the whole like what all he did, but you could tell like a couple months after he's like, yeah, I've just fully stopped. Like this, yeah. Horrible. Horrible. I mean, winning 500 bucks when you're 19, that's that's the deal. worst possible thing that could happen is be given, <laughs> be given free money and then win instantly. Like that's got to just be absolutely just the worst way to start off. Life destroyed. Literally. Okay. Uh, what's next? What do you think? Oh, man. Should we talk about um, Coliseum? Let's do it. Okay. We don't have we don't have much to go off of, but yeah, we don't. But there's, I literally just ran to virus completely butt naked because <laughs> I did a hard clue and then I just oh no, um, Coliseum, yeah, uh, that's exciting. It's um, going to be hopefully the most challenging, but the the highest challenge ceiling that we'll see in the game, hopefully. Hopefully, infinitely challenging. Is that a good thing, by the way? Let's just... I don't think so, but it'd be cool. <laughs> One of the things, I'll let you like share your thoughts mm -hmm. after this, but like, yeah, something that I think maybe was Adicon or some somebody was talking about like this. Oh, it's No Monkey. Um, mm -hmm. He was saying like he really wants it to just be like this endless thing where it just make, you know, by the end you're just making hundreds and hundreds of mils per hour, just. And uh, 
when I think of these kinds of like endless things where it really is this enraged mechanic where you are risking a lot, the last thing I want to see is them shoving in Alks. I mean, shoving in just raw GP per hour. Yeah. I think I think that's a really dangerous route to go down. Just to like, you know, if Jagex, you know, gets scared that the community's not going to like how much profit's being given. It's like, uh, the last, I just don't want them to inflate this drop table. Just, just literally, I can completely see the Coliseum coming out. And if you're good enough at the game, you ignore everything else because you are just generating all resources, like just at a stupid rate that breaks Iron Man mode, that breaks these things. Or it's just, okay, everything else feels stupid. You might as well just get hella, hella good at this because it's just shitting out stuff. So the way to go about it is to just have the rare, rare uniques come more commonly, more commonly, more commonly from the end. And you could still have it, you know, give a, a reasonable amount of supplies, but I really just want... I don't want them to overinflate this shit, and I'm really scared they're gonna do it because they're gonna. Yeah. And and again, like if you if you kind of have the mindset of a main, everything is just can be converted to GP, so it doesn't matter. But please, like, please calm down with the. I just don't want to see this become just literally. If if you're the best, like if you have max gear and you get really proficient at this, I do not want to see people getting a hundred mil raw GP per hour on an Ironman. Like it's just, it's definitely cool. not. <laughs> Scares so me. Scares there's me. like two potential ways that could go about rewards, I guess, which would be like linear or exponential. Right. Mm -hmm. So what no monkey was probably talking about is like more of an exponential type reward. where like, yeah. Oh, mid-level players are going to make around like one mil an hour, but then like the very top top is going to make like 20, 30, 40, 50 mil. He wants a hunt. He wants hundreds of mil, which is fine. Dude, that's, if it's no, <laughs> it, it's fine if it's locked to uniques because then it's supply and demand. Uh, so, so those will not make those rates. If people get good enough, obviously those hourly rates will drop because there'll be more of those uniques in the game. So I could see like 20, 30, 40 mil yeah, an hour. Maybe that, that's what it will most likely drop to because if something's two hundred mil an hour. People are going to flood to it. People are going to be like, I'm going to get hella good at this. And then it's tied to uniques. So the uniques yeah. will bring the price down at a respectable level. Right. And if it's on release, obviously, like the first people who get that item are going to make billions. But, yeah. you know, no, no, no. Oh. I'm just saying like, once, once everything calms down, once the dust settles, like mm -hmm. I'm okay with this being the best GP in the game. It should be. Yes. But Again, best. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a cap on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like keep it like next, where next is hella good GP per hour, but it's tied in items, not raw GP. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so there's two ways they could basically go about it. If they do make like the regular loot, quote unquote, more linear, that would actually be really good for like people who are trying to like get from mid game to end game, because mm -hmm. it will actually force them to challenge themselves. So that would be really good for the game. Coliseum in general, like mechanically, have you have you seen the map? Or um, like what it's gonna look like? Just, they, yeah, I just saw that like there's like a couple there's pillars. Like four in a circle. pillars basically. Yeah. Four pillars in a circle. So that's like all the information we have. And it looks um, like monsters come out from those exits that are like there's like gates. Yeah. Maybe they spawn in just like Inferno, but I think they actually might be entering in. 
I'm I'm sure thematically they're gonna make it enter from the the edges, the sides, or even like have them rise up from the center or something. Who's designing this, by the way? What are the devs I have in no charge idea. of this? It's got to be Arcane is one of them, but yeah. But um, one thing, well, the rewards is one thing, but then the way they're like gauging how much rewards you get sounds like they're gonna use a different system other than like how many waves you complete right mm -hmm. the glory system is this familiar yeah okay I, I i again i don't know much about the calcium but i did cover a ramble on the okay. glory system where that's basically like the faster better less damage you take like yeah. you get more glory so i like this idea because it'll allow them a little bit more flexibility on like um how things progress basically like inferno right it's a predictable like predictable what monsters are coming next but it's not predictable where they're going to spawn in mm -hmm. so i think glory because it is tied to time it would actually be good to have like repeatable non-randomized waves that's my personal like yeah. thing no that's what i, I would I, like I... to see that I normally lean on um, predictability. Predictability, it's so good. Like Zora, you know, you yeah. know what's coming next. Even though the first few phases are random, like you know what's coming. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be like the fight caves where there's twenty fucking rotations. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's... it should just be one, and it's always that one, or maybe like two or three different ones. It's so just... you like get better and better at, you know progressing through it even if you're like new to the game you know it's coming like in the first few waves at least so you like get good at those few waves and you just keep building and building on what you already have learned yeah now there is something really really satisfying about just going in knowing exactly where to be knowing exactly the timing of things it's just fun like it's just fun doing fights yeah. again it's the same thing with like cms can you imagine if tecton just had a different fucking timing every time you entered like cms just like god this is just just keep things predictable keep things yeah. i think the best example of that is nilo and i think that's why yeah. that one is so fun in, in particular you master like, it you can you, master the skill it cap can. the skill cap is so high like you can do so much in that room but it's always the same spawns mm -hmm. you know and i think the glory system helps to balance that out to where like okay you need to do this fast and you need to take no damage so obviously you need to know where things are going to be yeah how does it progress is it, is it everything is consistent all the way up and how do you make it so difficult to the point where it's gatekeeping in a healthy way like it's just making it so it's this oh, man. is incredibly difficult I, I was thinking about a lot of like different things they could do um particularly like maybe not have it just be the monsters that are causing damage and things to happen but also have like environmental things happening you know so it'd be more like a pve type of thing mm. i think that's something that this game tends to like not do as much like we don't see that very much like one example would be like akka's dps check if you will like where they slam three of the quadrants, you know, yeah, stuff like that where it's like, oh, I have to be in this quadrant when this happens, or else I'm, I'm pretty much dead, or at least like close. 
We also we also see it with awaken Leviathan and just Leviathan in general. These boulders that you must boulders. set up nicely, like you must. Yeah, but the boss like fires those boulders, you know. So that's true. I'm thinking more like strictly environmental. I see. So another mechanic I thought of was like, okay, we're we have to encourage people to go fast. Because one of the things about Inferno is you can go as fast or as slow as you want, and you can st- you can still get the cape. Mm-hmm. You can literally just sit there and milk SGS all all day long, and end up with eight restores and seven brews and kills up no problem. But since we're encouraging speed, it looks like with this glory system, I think there should be some type of charge up mechanic somewhere, whether it be like an NPC or like something in the environment that would, you know, pretty much force you to do like, go kill it right now. Mm -hmm. You know, there needs to be more of that. And they did like an okay job with the nibblers. Nibblers suck, but like, that's the one thing that actually forced you to do something like right away. Like, Oh, it's the start of the wave. You need to kill the nibblers right now. And the melee digging. That's... And then the melee or digging. That's the other like thing in the Inferno that makes it. And those two things make Inferno so hard. Like if even if blobs like you know, blobs are probably the hardest thing in Inferno to learn just because of the timing, but bats and meleeers, they, they make it so you actually have to like figure things out fast. Yep. So those are good in the Inferno, but again, like you just kill the nibblers in the melee and then you can just like hang out. Yeah. Nothing else is going on. It's going to be interesting. Cause I'm thinking I'm, I'm trying to pull from what they've done recently. So yeah, like awakened variants. Have you done those by the way? Have you? No, I'm saving my orbs for CAs like a noob. That's probably the way to go. I fucking yeah. hope there's not some garbage. I hope it's just get a completion. Please. It's probably it's more than likely just going to be kill at once. Yeah. But just in case, man, I don't yeah. want to get another the, yeah. 60. I don't have time to get another 60 orbs. There's no way they're going to be adding something crazy like finish. They get a, I can't even imagine they did like get a perfect awaken. Like there, there's no way because no. <laughs> yeah, like dude, no. that would literally, that orbs would skyrocket. I mean, just go crazy. I, a lot of people would just be like, okay, I guess I'm a master combat achiever yeah. now. <laughs> No, it's gonna. It's definitely. I think it's just. I mean, who knows? They even could make it so it's not even on there. I hope they do that, and they just like make it like, oh, kill this with a salamander instead of actually doing the awakened version. Yeah. <laughs> so you no, don't I, have to yeah. like use orbs. Orbs is like, ugh. No, it's it's it's, it's actually up in the air. I I don't see them doing anything more than just get the awakened kill. Or it could be like kill any of the like kill one, like one of the four. That's true. That would be one way they go. I, I think it would most likely be either none or all, though. Uh, yeah, most likely. Only like, because there uh, isn't like a grouped up thing. Like when you go to the CA's task list, it shows the individual bosses, and there's yeah, no true. way it's just gonna be one of them. Yeah, true. So, uh, but yeah. I don't know. I'm They're just, fun though. The thing is, is that. like the the awakened variants are fun. Of course, if you're an Iron Man, if you're any limited mode, you'd you'd be so much better off having a main to practice because those mm. things are really no joke. I mean, 
I went in yeah. just as an Iron Man. I, I've been playing this game for fucking 20,000 plus. Not this. This on this one account, almost 20,000 hours. Like, I have experience with this game. And that shit still was very difficult. Like, Yeah. I mean, I tried some Vardor with some of my friends all. And I, like, couldn't get past, I don't know, like 60 or 30% HP. Yeah. Like, when it started throwing out those double purse yeah. switchy things. And, and I have max gear. So, I'm max gear... I've played this game a lot. I do it for yeah. a living. And, like, I can't even imagine some guy that's just at a more, like, medium level, maybe without best. I Like, I'm just thinking Whisperer without a shadow. Like, good luck. Good luck. They're like, hard. That's, that's <laughs> Wasn't your kill, like, nine minutes with a shadow? Like, I can't imagine. I don't, I don't know how long it was, but that shit was long. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was a fun fight. That the, the Whisperer fight was definitely fun. But you, it, it would be so much harder if I had no experience with Whisper. Yeah. But um, going back to like the Coliseum, like seeing yeah. seeing what they've done with the DT two Awakened variants, mm-hmm. um, there is so much shit that they can add. It's where it's exciting. fair, it's it's very fair, but it gets nuts. Like it gets nuts yeah. quick, overwhelming. But yeah. with more because pra- I'm I'm thinking of um, Awakened Duke. I watched a guide. Um, dude after that can get a little crazy dude, it, it, it's so crazy because you constantly feel this need to be up close to duke and you have to keep in track you, you have you have to keep in mind okay normally it's five ticking he's stomping now it's four ticking but you don't actually know the exact threshold and you're not really paying attention to its hp and then so you're constantly having to be close to it and then back off as soon as it stomps so you don't get fucking stomped then you got these acid things, and then if you messed up the clouds, you got to dodge the clouds, and then you got to deal with the mage attacks. You're switching to mage occasionally if you fuck up. It, there's so much going on, but it's fair because yeah. if you know this shit inside and out, you're gonna if be you just, just fine. If you just run the pattern. Yep. You, <laughs> like you, you're good. Exactly. You mark the tiles. You get a lot of practice in. This shit's gonna be super satisfying. Cause you're just yeah. gonna be like, I got, I'm just manipulating you. Like, I, I you're my little bitch right now. I'm just fucking, mm-hmm. That's yeah. So yeah. that's what I want to see from the Coliseum. Like things that are, bruh. There's too much going on. Like Jesus Christ, can you imagine getting like poison splatted in the um, in the Coliseum or, or some like acid pool or some lava pool that now you have to move in a pattern and keep these like fucking prayer yeah. cycles on. Jesus. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it could get really insane, especially towards like the upper ends of things where. Yeah. They're literally just like, oh, at this point, they should be dead. So we're just going to do something ridiculous. <laughs> like, literally, if it was just like you have to constantly move every time you are stationary, you're just taking, you know, a, a 20. Yeah. God. Um, but yeah, they could do a lot. The quadrant thing is, it could be uh, interesting because they could pull out some like Aka stuff. Mm hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, with the charging up thing, I was thinking, like, okay, maybe. They have four types, whether it be like the air, earth, fire, water type thing. And then each pillar is representative of that, kind of like Akka has. And then like a random one of those things comes out. Even though, you know, this is like the same monsters always spawn from the same places each wave. Mm -hmm. Or like as the waves progress, like it changes, obviously. But the same thing happens each time. But that could be like the randomizing thing, and that's the monster that charges up. And then that monster, if it's fully charged, goes to that pillar and activates whatever that pillar does. Mm. 
you know what I mean? Whether yeah. it be like a uh, earthquake, uh, tsunami, like, um, like a uh, Krondis, whatever. What's his name? Zebak. Yeah. You know, make waves with if it's water or like flame wall if it's fire. You know things like that. So, so you that really. Be, well, I, that's yeah. like taking it way more environmental rather than oh yeah. just like kill all the monsters in the room and you're done they're gonna you're you're totally right they're gonna i think there's gonna be a lot of un- environmental factors i think that's the way to really push the limits that's too. what they need to do to make it harder yeah um but yeah making it also so like there is a best place to stand but it's not the same place every wave like the inferno mm that's another big thing I think that we can see with this because there are like, it's pretty big and there are four different pillars. I don't want to see like the pillars get damaged and they fall and collapse and then you can't use it anymore. That I hate that. <laughs> especially yeah, that's, if this is big... like, especially if this is an infinitely going on thing, like yeah. I don't think pillars should fall. I think you should always have access to all of them. It would only be fine if there is no RNG element. So for example, if there were right. like some sort of nibblers, you, if you get it off, it's guaranteed you're, you, you right. made it. You just have to click it and then you're exactly. good. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you are right. Like those are extremely punishing mechanics when you're thinking long term and you got shit that's decaying over time. Jesus, that should get stressful. No, that's not, not good. Yeah. Cause they could do so many other things that would make it more fun and more challenging than do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, like, make it so you're, you have to navigate this arena based on what's coming next. So, like, if you know this monster is going to spawn in the southwest corner, you better be in the northwest. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you'll just kind of memorize, like, the rotation of where to go. And then towards the end of it, or not towards the end because there won't be an end, but like in later waves, there would be like certain tiles you would have to stand on for the monsters to even be off ticked. Because mm. eventually there's just going to be so much shit going on that, you know, standing behind a pillar ain't going to cut it. <laughs> you have to expose yourself in order to like off tick these monsters properly. God, I'm so, I'm, I'm so glad that there are absolute beast players in this game because it gets me so excited to watch people take this like noob type and port Kazard dude are going to go so wild on this shit be like wave 300 like just the simple <laughs> fact that they're doing like all four awakened variants with you know just all in one inventory and you know, doing casually do like full inventory on uh leviathan you know, just whatever fucking 20 20 five levi awaken leviathans in a row what the jesus christ dude like how (laughs) like dude what the fuck dude that literally when awaken leviathan first came out i was talking on the casts to people and i was saying don't you think awaken leviathan is maybe a bit too hard like just maybe and this is before i had even done it i just remember Mm -hmm. watching people at that very end stage, just there's too much going on. But to be fair, once I've done it, I was like, okay, that's there's not too much going on. It's just something yeah. that you have to practice. But when you see people, <laughs> when you see poor Kazard and Noob died doing 25 in a row with nothing, like you guys are fucking animals, like genuine yeah. animals. 
I think I was in like Adicon stream when that first got released and then he was having trouble with it. And I was like, oh, maybe this is a little too hard. And he was also like complaining about it at first. Yeah. And then like literally two days later, he was like, no, it's fine. Like you can yeah. figure it out. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. Yeah. You just gotta. I mean, that I mean, crazy. when crazy when... someone of his level is like complaining about something being too hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was funny when like no monkey had that like villain arc briefly where you know people he was just saying the Sweet. sound the sound per flicking. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, the uh, that well, it had a visual cue too. Yeah, the like visual the, cue yeah. like based on what sound happened. Yeah, I mean, okay, I will. This is this is one of my complaints with even normal Leviathan. I hate that it gets to the point where it's actually just stupidly unfair if you don't like, freeze it. Yeah, it just like hits you in the same tick that it launches <laughs> the ball. It's like, like can you like this like, would have been fun if it just capped at the fun point where you know it, it's like the the phase after where you get like an, a like a full on tick to register and you know the next tick to actually pray. Yeah. Like, like if it's it, all three prayer styles and it's going like pretty rapid, right? Yeah, yeah. When, well, yeah, yeah. When it's when it's rapid enough where you have to stare at the boss itself and you barely have yeah. any eye movement, that was enough. Don't take it a step goddamn further like they've done. And it's like actually just guessing. Like just like fucking You guess. can't even react. It's, it's going <laughs> to hit you the same ticket happens. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I actually genuinely hope they fix that because – yeah, I understand you're now forcing the freeze mechanic, but stop. Like, it's just that, that's not necessary. All they're doing is just they're forcing it to just like actually do the boss the way they intended. Know. You know, I don't, I don't want them to do that. I, I like, I like <laughs> that it caps at a nice level that is difficult enough where you really do want to freeze it by that point. But you're yeah. not going to just be RNG'd afterward. Just God. Mm -hmm. like, Especially when you're like almost at the threshold to spawn the and little you hit seven zeros in a row, <laughs> and then you're just like, "Well, I'm dead, <laughs> dude." Because you can't even click on your barrage and then the boss in the time that those five fucking orbs hit you. Oh my god, dude! The amount of kill every I, I would probably say fifty. I've died so many times to normal Leviathan, probably like thirty plus, and. Half of them were going to be PBs. <laughs> like, I refuse to eat. I refuse. So I've hit, like, you know, fucking seven rubies. I'm down to, like, 20 HP. And then I don't, I don't fucking, like, proc the right thing. And then I'm rushing over to the white thing and I get meleeed by it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I want to throw something. Yeah. Now you hit all those rubies, like you're getting it down, and then the jellyfish just spawns in the wrong corner. Like, <laughs> Dude, that happens. That happens so many times in the uh, the awakened variant because I I still to this day do not under. I I think I understand in normal Leviathan why it spawns on the other corner sometimes. I I found a place where I can spawn it like ninety five percent of the time, but sometimes it still spawns in that other corner. Dude, the awakened. I didn't really understand the threshold. I kind of went in there pretty blind. I watched like Port Cazard's like clean kill just so I kind of get the the gist. But I just mm -hmm. went in and yeah, I mean, probably five of the procs. It was just in the completely wrong direction. I just getting fucking spammed greens and blue orbs. <laughs> I'm trying to run over there. I'm like, dude, like it's going like it's it's going too fast. Like I'm, it's going to take so long to catch up to. It. And then by that point, I'm just dead. You just got to run the other way. <laughs> yeah, literally. But then if you run the other way, then, and and the thing about Awakened is like as soon as it procs and you're not prepared, if you're not prepared for it and you don't know what's happening. It's like every one tick, right? 
Well, fire. yeah, it's every one take, but on top of that, it shoots out like two things of like a five clump of boulders. So you're blocked. Oh, like you're dude. like you're literally blocked. So you can literally do like one lap and you're fucked. Yeah, sometimes even like a fucking half lap because like mm-hmm. for some reason there's another five thing there. Like you can get around it, but it's like okay, you're gonna lose DPS. Like good luck. But uh, yeah, that the whole thing about the awaken variants is really just understanding what's happening don't yeah. don't go in there blindly don't think you know it's it's really about okay this is when it procs set it up nicely so you're not in this horrible predicament where you're just running to the white thing yeah anyway going, dude yeah yeah they could add a lot to the coliseum to make it hard it's just gonna be a matter of if they do it or not what do you think the rewards are gonna be i know they're coming out with the like the regular rewards? Um, well, even no the idea. uniques and stuff. The uniques? They, they announced a few of them. I know we're getting that um, quiver. So like, Vidana's yeah, quiver. Yeah, quiver. So it's just like a direct Zidane. upgrade. Yeah. You can hold multiple ammos, right? Which is going to be good if you have like Tebow and ZCB. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Saves one inventory slot at least, which will be nice. And um, you don't have but- to do any ammo switches either. Correct, yeah. It just holds those two ammos, and then whatever weapon you have, it'll just use that ammo, from what I read. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, because if you, like, currently, if you use the wrong ammo, like, if you use bolts with a T-bow, you literally have to wait that attack cycle. So even if you dumb. have the, oh, I hate it. <laughs> so dumb. Just, like, delays your next hit, even if you, like, quickly equip the arrows and attack again. Like, and most of the wait. And, and most of the time, you're you're too distracted by all the environmental factors that are going on in the boss itself that you don't even understand what happened. So you're just like, yeah, you, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's why, going on? Why am I not shooting? Like, so it's already been five ticks by the time <laughs> yeah, you notice. I know. <laughs> and so then you have to wait another five. So bad. Uh, so that'll be nice. There's also like this, uh, like Thor's hammer type of like throne item. That's gonna like return to you. That's like the de- That's like the defense re- reducing like dragon warhammer for ranged. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Me neither. That was f- I don't know. Again, like I I remember reading this post. It's been a couple months. So yeah, I mean time will tell. But it's like based on magic level, I think. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what's gonna happen there. <sighs> But it might make Tebow busted in some places, like even more busted than it already is if it's based on magic level. Mm. Okay, so uh, what what else was there? There was the new prayer armor, which I thought was so yeah. dumb that they're not lackluster. making it ranged. Yeah, lackluster. Well, there was an option to like put ranged. Uh, voted no to it. No, or wait, wait, they the prayer armor. Oh, wait, is that what we're talking about? The prayer armor. Yeah, the sunfire armor. Yeah. or whatever they proposed two of them one had like negative everything and just prayer why the f- yeah just yeah like negative magic and range it, it's literally just a very barely better than proselyte armor now like a, right a little bit better than proselyte like that's so, so inst- stupid instead of being able to afk for six minutes now you can afk for seven minutes barely, yeah <laughs> maybe even six and a half yeah yeah um <laughs> I wish they had just gone down the range route, but they did give us the option, and people fucking voted no because, God, that just I'm so yeah. irritated by that. Like that, so yeah, that is a niche that could have been whatever. Filled. Yeah. Oh, one other thing, 
that was interesting. Um, I think this is another reward. You can like attach this thing to guardian boots and it like does extra recoil. Oh, yeah. shit. You remember oh, that? Yeah. Yeah. It has like a lava stomp or something. Yeah. So like anything that's in melee range basically is going to, it's going to like recoil back onto that. If you take damage from anything. So cool. So it's like an AOE recoil. So it's actually really cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see like if that has any niche uses in the Coliseum because they kind of hinted at that being useful in the Coliseum in one of the posts. Mm-hmm. So Guardian Boots, like full Justy and Bulwark might be like a useful thing to like Bulwark spec hordes of like monsters that are like doing tiny bits of damage and you're like recoiling back onto them. <laughs> so it'll be, be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I just get so excited about these like if if a, if something comes out and it's not too convoluted, like again, like those kind of like thrown axes that like come back to you or whatever, like boomerang, like it, it could be fun. It could be fun. It feels a little bit weird, but just those boots seem so like obviously they're niche, but they just are simple. It's like this is gonna stomp stuff, and that sounds fun. Yeah. I think it'll be um, just like an interesting thing to use within the Coliseum, but maybe not anywhere else. No, well, I'll I'll find places to use it. I'll or like, person. oh, neck reels was another thing they mentioned. Like, you know how the death spawns like do damage to you even through prayer. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're wearing guardian boots with that thing on it, it's gonna like do extra recoil damage. So it's gonna make that go faster. Mm. But I don't know how much recoil damage it's gonna be. It's true. But you don't need boots for barrage tasks anyway. So there yeah. you go. Direct upgrade to one task. Um, other than that, I think that was pretty much it for Coliseum. Yeah. I wonder if they're planning anything else, like some mega, some mega giga thingy. Uh, Obviously the quiver is the big thing, but. But yeah, I mean, being that it sounds like, um, what everyone's talking about is going to be like an endless thing. I don't know if there's going to be like a final boss even. So I I almost feel like it's more appropriate for there to be an end, but it's like almost unreachable. Like it's yeah. Like at this current stage, like you would literally have to be insane. And I don't know. Maybe way down the road when gear is completely busted, someone will be able to do it. Like, yeah, it would be cool if it's just exactly. It's like, it's, it's actually capped like two fifty waves or something, but at the time of release and even a month after we're only getting to like 120 or something, but there is technically an end. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then, yeah, it sounds like if you hit a certain glory, you're just going to get the quiver or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So if you do something like fast enough without taking too much damage and you get to a certain point, you're going to get it. Yep. So that's pretty nice. Like you don't have to actually like finish it. Yeah, you know? that would be awful. That Then the services really will go wild. Yeah. What are your thoughts on services, by the way? Just the fact um, that we've we've literally just been in this new state of the game where there isn't as much integrity as before, which you know we, we could talk uh, about, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I have like varying opinions depending on like what service, I guess. Like, I don't like login service. That's that shouldn't be in the game. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're using like the combat achievement services, it's uh. I mean, I've done things that aren't like this, but you should, like, participate in whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
Like if it's a speed run, you need to be doing it with them. If it's a perfect thing, you should be doing it with them, like when possible. But there are some where they're like, no, like you cannot come in this room. <laughs> like we won't let you do it. We're going to yeah, do it for that, I mean, you and you're just going to sit there. That depends on like coding itself. Like they could make it so you're forced to be in the room. But Jagex just hasn't done that. Well, I think like the Aka one is the only one I did that wasn't like that. Just because, yeah, like, yeah, that was the one. I, I was at the point. Where, I mean, like, even I know even wardens though, even perfect wardens, you don't even you just die beforehand. Oh, really? Yeah, like literally, you die at the very beginning because of um. And you get the combat achievement. Yeah, yeah. So you die at the like the the little yellows or blue things, the beams or not uh-huh. red, the red or yellow Yellow beams. And red. Yep, and then it doesn't count as a death. Like it doesn't count like you messed up. Oh. Uh... And then the person just goes through the whole rest of the thing, and you get it. <laughs> and yeah, it hasn't been patched like what the fuck like patch it that's kind of busted it is yeah if it's something for me personally like if it's something i know that i can definitely do i just like am too burnt to like want to do it mm-hmm. and it's like the only thing i have to do to get a zuck helm like fuck it yep yep you know and i think you kind of did something similar at yeah i was hella a hella burnt i just had yeah. some stupid toa test and some guy like literally just I mean, it was Saxer Pillar. He's just like, Saxer dude, I'll, Pillar, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just send this for you. And I'm like, yeah. for free right now? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking deny this. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, those should be patched to the point where, you know, you do have to participate in it. And yeah. I, and I'm, I'm fair. And, and I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool with them offering team services and these things. But you're totally right. I'm with you on login services being completely stupid. Yeah. But yeah, you're basically just like buying friends, buying temporary friends, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up buying the Aqua one, and then I wanted to do like the Insanity one, like legit, because that was my last task. So I tried it for like, I would say like two weeks with like just whoever wanted to send it with me. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up just being like, hey, uh, Jake C, do you want to do Insanity? <laughs> like Shout out. He was like, oh, yeah, I haven't done that on my Ultimate Iron Man yet. <laughs> so I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then uh, I had to wait around for like half an hour for him just to gear up for TOA. <laughs> Shout out to Ultimate Iron Man and Jake C. Unplayable game mode, I swear. <laughs> Dude, so I literally said in my stream like, oh, Jake C's going to come. Okay. So uh, let's find something to do for half an hour because that's probably how long it's going to take him to gear up. It and it was did. literally like 30 minutes on the dot. <laughs> so funny. I think I put that in like one of my progress videos too. <laughs> it's like really funny. But yeah, we won and done that thing. Jakesy's a beast. He's such a beast. And he loves it too. He's not like ever dreading it. He just likes it. It was like flawless. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Thanks. So that's how I got my Zuckhelm back. Very cool. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. just like the... I don't really enjoy upkeep of things. Uh, Up, yeah, upkeep like, of like quest... Ca- I mean, quest cape's quest fine for the most part because it's, it's just like one thing that occasionally comes. And I'm really glad that they haven't done much to the Achievement Diaries. It's just they've added one new area. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine yeah. like every goddamn update there's a new task to do in this area? Like, yeah. No, I couldn't do it. Like, CAs is already, like, so much. 
like when TOACs came out. Oh my god, I put that off for so long. <laughs> Me dude. too, dude. We we were in the we were in the same camp. Just like this sucks. <laughs> I just like go through all the tasks, and you're like, all of this sounds miserable. I know. <laughs> and you've already done so much TOA that you're already like, fuck this place. Yep. This and sucks. and you've already felt that dopamine and pleasure of getting a Zuck Helm the first time or the second time. It's just like, yeah, I have to do this again. Like, yeah. Now it's just a chore. Like, it's just pure chores. Yeah. I've already proven myself. Why do I have to do all this crap? Yeah. I like, I understand. Mm. Like, it clearly makes sense. I just hate it. Like, yeah, it makes sense. But like, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun anymore. Um, Going through it the first time was a blast, but now it's just yeah, like... Yeah, yep. Ugh. Okay, this is from the Twitter topics. Chris Thompson okay. says, uh, you've, All right. You both have spent significant time in a variety in a variety of OSRS clans. In your opinion, what is something that makes a clan good and what common practice is overdone? So... I mean, I'll start, I've been in, like, I started off in Slay Stars, like, way back in the day when I played a main, mm -hmm. and that was pretty good, like, everybody got along, everybody was nice, like, chat was really active, we had our memes, we had our jokes, like, everybody was, like, down to do whatever, because everybody was mains, too, so it was like, yeah, obviously we can do content together, so everybody was pretty cool. So I like that about clans where it's like you can literally just say in the chat like, hey, does anyone want to do this thing? And you're always going to have somebody. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like the main draw of even being in a clan to begin with. Uh, aside from the social aspect of it. But then I, like I became an Iron Man and like I didn't really have a clan for a while. And then I got towards the end game and I was like, oh, this clan solitary is like the prestigious clan they're like the oblivion of uh of iron men so it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do that clan and then i got in there like nobody talks like radio silence someone would, like announce that they got something and then everybody would be like oh grats or space bar <laughs> yeah yeah that's it that was it that was yeah. the whole thing i was like oh this is not as fun as i thought it would be and then you would be like oh anybody want to tob and you'd be like oh uh well first of all no answer and then like you know like you're just standing at top and you see like two different groups of like clan mates going and they're always the same people yep yep so you're just like oh uh i guess you guys are just like your own little click. mini clan within our clan yeah, yeah. you click so that was like really clicky i guess and yeah. then that clan turned into Valiance, which was like almost the exact same thing. <laughs> Did you ever experience um, Olympus? Were you ever in that? No, I didn't. Were you ever in, what was the, oh, Erudite. Mm -mm. Okay, no. so Erudite turned into Solitaire, I'm pretty sure. Or, okay, so it was like before Solitaire. Actually, I, ap I apologize, I'm trying to think. I think Erudite turned into Olympus and solitary it's like kind of, there was like kind of like a split where erudite was sort of just end game iron man clan in a mm -hmm. sense and then it kind of split off i think say and bertil made their version and then the skillers went their separate route but yep i had solitary experience I, I i don't remember the chat actually being so dead especially in comparison to olympus olympus is literally like you go in <laughs> and you have 
giga sweats. I mean, just like just sweating their ass off all day. Yeah. And and the thing is, it was actually kind of nice because you go in there. um, Well, one of the things I really enjoyed about Olympus and in the early days was like you have the top ranks. Like you just like anybody that's top page Ironman is in that clan. It's just like you got not everybody, but like you know, you had rank one, you had rank two, you had rank fucking four, you had rank eight, like just all the top, you had Higer, Dids, everybody. And so you know that if you're in here, you're getting all the best information, like the the top information. So if you care about, right. if you care about progressing your account, if you care about new methods, you care about new metas and Olympus was not specifically a skilling clan. It was like PVM, skilling, collection logging, cluing, like all this stuff. And there's more diverse, yeah. It's so nice because like I and the other cool thing is like solitary was fun because like when you're entering it, you're gonna type in all your like items that you've collected and you know how many yeah. like your EHB, which is fun. But dude, the spreadsheet, that's what that's the draw. <laughs> it's so dude, dude, and the spreadsheet the thing is the Olympus spreadsheets even went crazier because uh, none of it was RNG. It was just purely ours. So Mm. which, you know, some people probably wouldn't enjoy if you've been spoon-fed. It's kind of nice, like, showing that you've spoon-fed things. But um, you – everything was ours, and you, it also included, like, EHC, so Efficient Hours Clued, which I enjoyed. So then that time is, like, being accounted for. And everything was, like, the um, effective rates. So if you right. killed 40,000 Vorkath, it counts for zero because that's just what you do for scaling. Oh, like. To uh, get 200 mil all. Exactly. So that okay. would that would be allocated to just your skills in general. So everything felt really nice. Everything was interwoven. And then on top of that, you got Higer like running these fucking calcs where any new update comes out. He just fucking, you know, comes out with the new rates and comes out with the new methods. And, <laughs> and but the problem yeah. with Olympus is you got these fucking weirdos. And yeah, and that makes sense. When people are chronically online, you, you're going to encounter weirdos. But the problem is there wasn't enough like accountability for it. Like there wasn't enough like punishment for weird shit that would happen. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. And then you're involved in this clan that's just got just here and there, negative reputation here, negative reputation. It was like, you're just, what are you, like, what the fuck is going on? And I had eventually had to just leave because it was just unbearable. You just had these fucking turbo weirdos and oh my god and so it sucked because nothing was ever happening about it because the they would make friends with the leaders kind of and so there's kind of like this uh, awkward thing where the leaders can't really <laughs> kick them because you know even though even maybe some of the leaders are kind of like yeah eh, just it's all, it's all trolling they just see it as trolling whatever but, just ignore it yeah so i had yeah. to eventually leave but solitary and olympus were fun but then after olympus i just went fully clanless you went rogue which i kind of yeah, miss, in, i miss clans but yeah so yeah what clan are you in right now i'm in 07 iron right now with lgr so that was ogr lgr lone oh gym oh gym rat. <laughs> yeah so like i don't know i've been watching his progress videos and we made uh, we're kind of friends we've known each other for a while and then I was like, okay, I got kicked out of Valiance because I didn't do a fucking activity check for the fourth fucking time. So that is so again. cringe. Dude, I hate that shit. Like, I know. Just look at my, just look at my XP on Temple. Like, stop. Okay. I'm not, I'm not yeah. going into your Discord every fucking day, like, looking at the announcements. <laughs> like, just let me play the game and, like, yeah. If Fuck I want to, like, do something with the clan, I'll do it. Yeah. But. 
I'm, I'm, I'm uh, with you there. I, th- I tried out FOH. This, I, th- it was a mistake. Uh, it was a mistake to have tried out FOH when I did because I wanted to try out something, but it was literally at the, my maximum burnt out stage. This was the last, like, uh, early, early this past summer. <laughs> I'm just, like, so burnt. And uh, I join it. And, you know, I, you have a trial run. And so, like, they're like, okay, so you got to participate in all these things. You got to, like, write down your log. You got to, like, write down uh, the people you did it no. with. You got to write and you got to you gotta interact and stuff. So it's like this, like, forced, like, interaction, which don't get me wrong. It, like, it definitely kind of gets you into the groove of things pretty quickly. And that's what uh, the clan's about. And so I understand there's other clans that won't require that. And I went into this. Yeah. But, oh, my God, after... After a couple of days, I was getting DM'd like, "Hey, are you, I, we haven't noticed you, uh, you know, really doing much on here." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of busy, like just doing outside things." And and then <laughs> it was like the next day, like, "Oh, we, you know, are you gonna like raid with some people? Are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "It was cool because you know they clearly care about me trying to pass this trial, but yeah, I'm like, no, nope. maybe if I was like really into the kind of engagement, because like, I I've never played yeah. this game as like a group." thing don't get me wrong i have fun team rating sometimes but i'm not gonna yeah. spam them and do all these yeah things. and i don't like bingos i've had my experience with bingos early on didn't like it not a big fan mm-hmm. of yeah that was another thing about the like the solitary bingos it was like if you do not sweat your ass off 16 hours a day in this bingo <laughs> like you will be ousted like, you will be you will be basically just a pile of crap to everybody else and nobody will ever do any content with you ever again. <laughs> That's how I felt, at least. I don't know. You're totally it, probably, right. it probably wasn't anything like that. But totally it's right. just how I felt. Like everybody was just like, oh, I fucking quit my job to, like, I went on disability to do this bingo. Like, let's get it, boys. Like, I slept two hours and I've drank a 12 pack of Mountain Dews already. Like, oh, yeah. like that environment. Like, you're totally right. It's just like, I just never. Like, Dude, I want to play like maybe three or four hours a day and like yeah. I'm good. <laughs> like I will sweat if I want to sweat at my piece of content that I want to do. As soon as it's like, go get a certain Barrows piece. Go oh, get this D- go get this DK's ring for the 20th time. Like I do not care. And I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to join these bingos anymore. The one, the couple times I did do bingos is years ago. It was like one one bingo I had. I went like four x the rate of like an unsired because I was trying to get this fucking oh, sire tile. I'm no. like, like I was putting in the hours. I was trying to, and it's just the luck didn't work out, and then my yeah. team wasn't that great, and we just it was just embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm and I wasn't having fun either. It felt yeah. like, yeah. But yeah, to uh, circle back on 07 Iron, the, the like right when I joined, they had an event, and it was actually pretty cool. Like it was more of a like. It wasn't a bingo board. It was more of like everybody starts at Barrows, and then depending on depending on what like set you finish, like you can continue down like that path. Hmm. So it was more like a pathway rather than just like oh get every item on this board, which was cool because like it made everybody do the same thing in a way. So it was like, oh, we finished this tile. Everybody, we got to go do Wilderness Bosses because we need to complete a Void Waker now. So everybody was like, oh, we got to go. We got to go, like, team up. We get in these teams. You guys go do Callisto. You guys do, go do Venomatics. race in-game. Yeah. 
it was more like that rather than like, oh, everybody just do whatever the fuck they want. And then when we only have a few tiles left, we'll do those. I'm like sighing because I'm already getting just stressed out about the whole thing. But that does sound like more interesting, at least. It was more fun. And then it wasn't like you like were grinding the same fucking tile the entire bingo and you just never got the item. It was like, you oh, just move like, on. yeah, you just like, oh, a few hours we would get it done and then we would just move on to the next thing. Yeah, that's that's definitely better. So I, I found that a lot better. And it and it yeah. depends on just like the mood of the clan. Um, I, I don't have much experience hopping around in clans and seeing the differences. That's kind of what I, I'm almost like curious. I'm, I'm at the point sort of, even at like a, a sort of content creation standpoint, it would be cool to like jump into a bunch of different clans for about a month or two and just kind of get a gist and then even make like a video talking about my experience in clans. Ooh. Like I actually think that would be very insightful. That would be good. Um, but it's like, it's an, it's an idea I've had, but again, I'm just not really extremely built for that position to like start raiding clans based on my thing. Cause I'm not mm -hmm. really a big clanner anyway, but yeah. But layout to like answer Chris's question, I think like, we basically came up with um, activity checks are like way overdone. Mm -hmm. Like I get why they're necessary, but I think they increase the clan cap now to something ridiculous. So you can have a lot of people um, or at least like forcing people to do something just because it's like a requirement of being in the clan or staying in the clan. Yeah. And that's actually why Solitary fell apart is because they started introducing like a trial system like Oblivion does. Mm. Like, oh, we have to we have to go with you to a top and make sure you're good enough to be in our clan. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not for everybody. It's for some no. people, but not yeah. for me. So, yeah, they ended up with five really good PVMers <laughs> in their clan. Before they <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, funny. Um, what else did he ask in that question? That was pretty much it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, good clan is just like, you can basically go and do something with anyone in that clan and they're not all clicked up. Um, there's some chat interaction. Like, if you talk, somebody's going to respond to you. Mm -hmm. even, if there, even if there is radio silence, for the most part, like, people are, still interact with each other even if it is just, like, minimal. Yeah. And then being able to, like, form a team is so... Like, that's the main reason you should be in a clan, in my opinion. Like, if I want to go do next, I need a team. Like, I literally can't do next solo. Yeah. So I want to be able to be like, hey, anybody want to go to next? Like, let's start KCing, let's get this done. And I need at least, like, two other people. So if I can get two people in a clan to like go to next with me within like 20 minutes like that's really good yep totally i'm just, by the way speaking of my own uh you know my own uh, experience at next i'm so fucking glad i green logged that place it's so nice just <laughs> so nice being done with that like don't get me Man. wrong i actually enjoyed next if i had a good team going it was fun Actually I I actually really like Nex. It's just like the fact that sometimes it would take two hours for me to like actually get in the room and start killing it. That was yep. the problem. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Grandmaster. Only... Nice. But then you have to deal with other people not being Grandmaster. Right. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you get in a trio, one person dies, and the other person doesn't want to duo. And mm -hmm. like, 
oh, here we are, square one. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to, to be fair, the only reason I green locked it as early as I did is I got, I got three uniques over the week where only MVPs got drops. I got zero MVPs during that week. Yeah, so I, and I didn't know about it either. Like I had, I had absolutely Nobody no clue. Knew. Well, Nobody some, knew. Some until... people knew. Some people well. knew. And God, if you had known, dude, go to the masses and just fucking really focus, hyper focus, keep summoning trolls. We had somebody in our clan, Syndra, who was actually. Yeah, doing that was that, that like, was the person I was thinking of. Yeah. Like I knew some it people. It was just knew. like ZCB spec the minion right as it comes up, and you're good. Like, you get the MVP every time. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, oh. And if you had a main, this was an Iron Man that was doing this. Yep. If you had a main and you just brought, like, spec alts in, dude. You were making bills. Dude. Imagine. Every, like, what, hour and a half you would get an item? Oh, yeah. Dude, it was it was crazy. I mean... I didn't even know about it, and then I realized, like, I backtracked, like, my last, like, 120. I was doing four mans. Four mans? Uh I I backtracked the last, like, 120 kills I did. I got five drops in 120 kills. In my name. Oh, actually, technically, one was a pet. Oh, okay. So I got a pet, which wasn't boosted, but, like, four other drops within 120, and I'm like, okay. And nobody else was seeing shit. Nobody really assumed. They just thought I was getting lucky, but, like... Good yeah. thing I was fucking, you know, sweating and you know, trying to get that. In. I wasn't, you know, I I always just sweat it next. I try to, um, yeah, like I, I, I understand how not to miss I did ticks. some next with you, I think. Yeah, I think we did. Like early on. Yeah, you'd always be like, oh, the threshold's almost there. I'm going to start running towards yep. the minion I'm, I'm before that, I'm that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. hyper. Like, oh, I get an extra ZCB hit in before anybody gets here. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I never ZCB the uh, minions. I never, oh, I don't actually so understand how the, uh, is it purely just damage base? Is that all that's yeah, going you on? Can hit a, you can hit a 110. And it's guaranteed. It's not like next where you miss it. Yeah. So everything, so they're, they're not like, um, what am I trying to say? Like a balance differently where like next is worth a, a higher percentage of damage? No. Wow. So it's all just yeah. equal. Yeah. What so about Blood Reavers? Like, Do Blood Reavers count for no. anything? That's just no, zero. No, they don't count. Yeah, yeah. I was that motherfucker that hit him once and then just went back to yep. next. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. I didn't even know these things. I just do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Dude, next was so fun when it first came out. Everybody was like, especially the defense thing. Because yeah. like only some people knew that it was based on like crush defense. <laughs> so you'd come in with like a uh, ring of suffering and nobody could tell you were wearing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, half an hour into this session, we'd be like, which motherfucker's wearing a ring of suffering? I'm taking too much damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> would always you, be like that one guy. <laughs> I always loved, like, yeah, one of the annoying things about Nexus, well, it's kind of cool because you do have, at least in the early days when I was doing it with teams, it's like, yeah, you kind of got to, like, switch out your gear a little bit. So if, if somebody's, like, lesser geared, you can kind of, like, you know, switch on your Berserker or whatever and just get a little yeah. bit of extra DPS. <laughs> but then as soon as you're getting just railed, you're like, oh, I'm switching back on the suffering. Fuck this. Yeah. Because every time you're getting hit, like, you're losing so much more DPS. Just brewing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I <sighs> think one of, one of the coolest things about Nex was... Uh, Day one, in a literal 80-man mass, I pulled Zarite. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably wasn't 
fully 100 people. I don't know. Maybe there was like six. It was in between like 60 to 100 people, somewhere in there. But yeah. I remember polling Zara Vams in my name, and I'm like, Dude. holy fuck. Yeah, it was like. You don't a, know my, do you know my story with those? No. What happened? <laughs> Dude, uh, let me pull up my log real quick. Hmm. So. I have four Nile horns and three sets of full Torva, basically, and 4,800 shards. And my last item was Zerite Vambraces. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. No. Do you have a hilt? No. Pet? No. Damn, rip. Yeah, 4,800 shards. That's crazy. Yeah. Zerite Vambraces in a duo with a friend I was teaching how to do next. I was teaching this guy how to do necks and duos because he didn't want to PBM with anyone else. This mm -hmm. is like my IRL friend that I met in college. Oh, damn. Yeah, he figured out I played RuneScape because he saw like one of my bookmarks was like <laughs> a clip of Mr. Mammal or something. <laughs> That's your bookmark. Oh, yeah. my God. I think the bookmark was like uh, me and another streamer cat bombing him or something. Mm, I see. So it's somewhat relevant. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is a funny clip of me cat bombing Mr. Mammal. That's funny. I, I it's so rare. Uh, there was a couple <laughs> friends I had in college that played RuneScape, mm -hmm. but it, and even in college, I was pretty newbie. I didn't have an account like I do right now. I didn't have the mindset I did mm -hmm. toward this game. But even then, I still felt like the Giga Sweat compared to anybody else that played. I was like, they yeah. were just so newbie. It's just like. Uh, you know, yeah. I'd meet somebody and they're like, oh, you play RuneScape? Like, I heard you played RuneScape. Like, dude, shh, let's go, like, fucking free-to-play <laughs> PK or something. I'm like, what? Like, nah. And then, uh, or they had, and I actually did that occasionally. It was actually pretty fun. We, I spent, like, one, like, all night. We spent, like, three different weekends pulling all-nighters where we just made brand new free-to-play accounts and just <laughs> ran out in the wilderness and clanned up with people. I like that that's still an actual thing you can do because that is nostalgic. It's hella nostalgic. Just loading up this account that just can like cast fire strike and then instantly go on in the wilderness and just have some fun yeah well luckily me and this guy were were pretty equal at the time in terms of like how much gear we had so we actually did end up like doing stuff together like duo arma and things like that damn so that was pretty cool <laughs> it's like that just because cool. he saw that one tab on my computer like we would have never known each other like played runescape because mm -hmm. you know you don't want to tell anybody that no way in hell yeah. in college is anybody I, I, gonna find out <laughs> bro i'm not gonna lie i think i've brought up this once on a cast but in college i was so ashamed to like no, i wasn't ashamed to tell my guy friends if i was close to a guy friend it was cool that i played runescape because everyone has their like nerdy shit but if somebody were to have told a girl that i play runescape a lot oh it's over <laughs> oh i'm like dude you're a fucking dick like don't, don't do that don't out me like that um, but there was one time where I had a buddy and we went over to like this, this is like this girl's apartment that had like, you know, six chicks in it basically. And we go over there to hang out and it's like me and two other guys. And one of my friends is just like, I don't know what he did, but he's just one of those cocksuckers that would just, you know, make other people feel just kind of like lift himself up. He'll say things and you know, like 
it appears as though he's like oblivious like oh i didn't even know you didn't want me to talk about your runescape addiction but he just goes in there and like yeah like Seder loves runescape he plays it a lot and they're like what's that he's like oh it's just like this video game like he's really addicted to it <laughs> like just sitting there and of course you have to like you fucking play it off like you're confident about it and i'm like, like yeah yeah i am <laughs> and then they're like what what is it what is it i'm like oh my god i'm just like sitting there like sweating i'm like you fucking bastard like you would do that <laughs> I'm just like how do you there. explain this to someone who doesn't know and, and the thing is it's not even that bad but i put it in my mind because i had just been told my entire life by everybody yeah. that video games are just like you're a you're a nerd like you're a loser like you play video games you play and especially the word runescape that did not roll off the no, tongue well if no, you said you played no. call of duty you're cool if you, yeah. you know, played anything else, but say Halo, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Say World of Warcraft or RuneScape. You're like, oh Jesus, RuneScape oh, is the worst know. though. It's so cringe. By far, RuneScape is the worst. And like, <laughs> for the longest time, I've been like, don't tell anybody <laughs> I played this game, especially to like my wife. Like, don't talk about this. And it's so hard because I stream. Like, it's it takes up so much of my time on the side. So yeah. everybody's like, like, what do you guys do? And it's just like, well, this loser right here plays RuneScape all day. You know, like, no, don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm I'm so fucking grateful that. Well, one, I don't really hang out with many people. It's not like I work a job and people are asking me like, oh, what do you do with your hobbies? Like, I'm just oh, fucking camping yeah. in my room and I, this is my job. So I have yeah. that going for me where it's like, okay, at this point, I'm I'm okay talking about it, actually. It's, it's yeah. fine. But it's still one of those things where, you know how like if you're talking with somebody and they're just very, very polite, which is a good thing to be, but they're like very curious about things. And just out of politeness, they get really curious at what you've just said. So, like, I'll be like, they'll be like, oh, well, like, oh, you're a streamer? Like, oh, that's really cool. Like, what do you play? And I'm like, RuneScape's like, oh, tell me all about it. I'm like, I would rather not. Honestly. I'd rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather not go down this rabbit hole and just tell you how indeed sweaty I am. And then, yeah. I, like, you know, I, I wouldn't say the amount of hours I put in this account is something necessarily to be proud of. I'm, I'm proud ah. of it as a streamer. It's fun. It's fun to, like, flex that, I guess. But it's it's purely out of fun. It's not like I'm. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as you start actually engaging with real contributing members to society, start yeah. people. Yeah, I just recently got a new job, so I actually just got over the hurdle of like actually telling people I play RuneScape. Mm. Which How is was like, that? Was there any ah! it was traumatizing, man. Yeah. So like the first person I told is like one of my friends basically, and yeah. he just like actually hooked onto it and was like Oh no way! Okay, yeah, I I used to play Maple Story, and he was like making fun of how he would just sit at his computer all day chopping trees, and I was like, oh, so like I knew like what his perception was of RuneScape, you know? Yeah. He thinks I'm just like sitting here chopping trees and fishing all day. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. say that as I've been sitting here fishing for the last four hours. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it is it is funny because like there there definitely is this. I mean, that's what my older brother used to think. He would never really yeah. watch me play, but he was like, "Dude, RuneScape doesn't take any skill. It's just you just click a monster and it dies. You, you click, click a tree a and, and it chops." And oh, like, and he was like explaining combat, dude. I was like, he was like, "Yeah, you just like hit this thing, boom, zero, boom, zero, 
boom, zero. And then eventually, boom, one. Oh, yeah, I hit something. And I was like, oh, God. You, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just it, sitting there, like, traumatized. Like, why did I tell him this? <laughs> and you just, you want the conversation to end so you don't even yeah. correct him. You're like, yeah, yeah, okay. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I tried <laughs> to get out of that as quickly as I could. And now I'm just like that guy that plays RuneScape, so. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But when you meet somebody that understands, which is incredibly rare, you've made a lifelong friend. It's like, we're friends. Uh, that is very true. But yeah. So um, I just got over like my fear only for my fear to like actually happen. So that's cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's interesting. Like nowadays, I mean, I don't know. It's just like so many, so many people play games nowadays, even like even boomers and stuff. Like, I mean, I remember my mom and dad would like, you know, judge me for like, even as a kid, just, I loved video games. Like from Mm -hmm. the get go, when we got a PS one and stuff, like it was just fucking awesome. I mean, then my mom, you know, found out candy crush and Jesus Christ, like all the amount of judgment that she had like put on me. It was it wasn't much to be honest. My mom never really cared that much, but I'm like, mom, you are sitting in front of the TV watching a show, and now you're just any other time you're just on Candy Crush nonstop. You're like on level two thousand of Candy Crush. Like, yeah, it's like this is you understand the similarities. Like it's not RuneScape, but yeah. it's still a video game. You're just yeah glued to. Yeah, pretty much everyone at my work games, but it's like one person plays Genshin, and you know it's more like modern. So yeah, it's like oh, okay. It's, eh, yeah, it, it is weird. I, I I never really understood why my mind doesn't gravitate as much as like nor like just normality is buying a bunch of like triple A titles and just playing through them and then you know having a good time and then just playing for a few hours at night and just kind of going through the list of the popular games. I've never really cared about that ever. We're scapers, man. We're not gamers. No. What is that? Yeah. How is it? How does... It's it's different. Like it's you don't want to finish something. You want to be always like going for something, but you never really want to finish. Yeah. What is like, that? Like you're if you're enjoying it, you don't want it to end, right? Yeah. It's like I think I went through like GTA Five or something like that, and it was like it was a really fun game, and then I got like to the end, and I was like, oh well. Now playing it doesn't feel the same because mm-hmm. I'm not like progressing or anything like that. And even though there's like side stuff you can do, it's like it doesn't feel the same. Like you finish the story. But like in RuneScape, the story just keeps going because there's always updates. There's always something you can do. There's always something you can go for. Like it, it literally never ends. Yeah, and the one really beautiful thing is just no microtransactions, at least in Iron Man mode. There's absolutely none of it. Yep. So you never feel like you're being cheated. Like, that was... I remember I had a friend in college that was really into, like, Clash of Clans on his phone. And that was when it was huge. Like, I used to play that, too. Yeah. I, I Like, and the thing is, he would explain it to me, and he would show me. He's like, dude, this is really fun. Like, you gotta get into this. And... Yeah, then, then you get to like Town Hall 8 and everything takes a fucking week to upgrade and you're just like, what am I doing? And then he, you know, he took out some loans for the next semester for school. No. And he like 
he's probably spent like you know 1200 bucks on some like upgrades for his clash of clans and, I'm like, and he, <laughs> no. he had said beforehand like he was never gonna do anything but he's like dude like i gotta you know i gotta compete, yeah. like, I gotta compete. and i'm like that like just it fully taints a game like the, as yeah, soon I mean, as you can just pay for things like you've just this was like this game and again i didn't really play it but this game could have been absolutely insane if it just had none of that garbage mm-hmm. if it was all just cosmetics you know or yeah but yeah you could like literally go i remember in that game you could go and look at the town halls of like the top players and it would just be like insane, like everything, the top level, crazy layout. That's nuts. And you'd be like, oh my God, I want that. And then, you know, now, now that we're, now that we know what's going on, we realize that those people probably spent like tens of thousands of dollars. Yep. yep. <laughs> and that's when you, re- when you see that visually, you see those, how many, how much money must have been spent. Then you're like, oh, this is why in-app purchases are a thing. Because yeah. you can just make any game and just cash out millions yeah. and millions and millions of All dollars. All the phone games now are just miserable. Yeah. Like, yeah. They understand. It's just like people will buy it. People love it. You just get to a paywall and you're done. Yeah. Like pay $5 every day that you want to play the game or don't play it. Yeah. It's just not not cool. That's why OSRS is. Can you imagine OSRS had this system? Imagine leagues for drops, and there's a way to just buy um, XP and buy relics and buy this stuff. And so you just check the high scores after day two. Oh, somebody's four point six bill. If somebody has all league points, they just (laughs) they're just like, what the fuck? And I I mean, honestly, if bonds never came out, and I still had to pay for membership, like through when I was like going through it financially like i don't think i would have kept playing like i might have stopped at some point just because of the membership yeah the way they've done microtransactions in this game is the best form like i can't think of a better form bonds are great because you can literally play the game for free if you choose yep like the full version of the game yeah everything everything. no restrictions no limitations you can you can do everything for free and the other amazing thing, I was talking about this on the Chromecast. Like, he was just talking about, like, the real benefits of Bonds, like, why they came out. And he's talking about, like, this, the malicious activity that comes with, like, gold buying sites and selling. Like, a lot of a lot of shit can happen that's, like, negative toward the game. You know, just accounts getting hacked and accounts getting stolen and people buying and selling accounts and then gold. And it's just, it's, there's a lot of problems. And them, J- like, Jagex understanding that that's going to happen regardless that there's going to be buying and selling gold, they might as well just make a legal way to do it that does not have the negative consequences that are added from unofficial versions of buying and selling gold. Yep. So. And it actually um, gives them more of a player base because you can literally just buy your way into like at least mid game mm-hmm. for not that much money. And maybe like, maybe like 20 to $30 and you have a decent chunk of cash. Yep. And the best thing is it does not affect my favorite mode, Iron Man. So it's like let's go win, fucking win. Except for now, you can buy bonds with Iron Man gold. Yeah, but that's not. <laughs> Which yeah. is the dumbest thing? <laughs> like, has anybody done that? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe if they don't have an alt, like to drop things over to. I you're guess. not allowed to. You're not allowed to do it through Death's Coffer. It has to. Be, it has to be like legitimate gold. Yeah, it has right? to be like cash. Oh yeah, because it, it's at the Grand Exchange, right? Yeah, yeah. You're literally buying it for your cash. 
Yeah, I've, uh, well, first of all, I'm I'm in that content creator discord. So they just give me a year's worth of membership every year on one account. So this, I haven't had to deal with anything. Dang. That's also the benefit of playing one account. There's a lot of creators that still have to pay for stuff because they're, they're only granting it to one one of your accounts. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just put 20 bonds on a year. Yeah, that holiday special or whatever. Yeah. So good. That's what I used to do. So it's like what? In today's price, it's like 180 mil for the year, which is not bad at all. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. That's one dupe. It's like one or two dupes and you're good. Like I think just in the last week of me doing chambers, I've probably gotten like 130 mil of dupes. So That's, That's actually crazy to think. That yeah. you, you pull like one dupe Tebow, one dupe Scythe, one dupe Shadow. Like, okay, you're good for a decade. <laughs> or <laughs> like, even if you pull like a few smaller ones. Like I got Claws, uh, Dex, and a couple Arcanes, and it's like worth a, over 100 mil. Yeah, you're good. It, it is really cool the way you put it. It's like you haven't had to pay a dime to play the full unrestricted game that you've sunk in so goddamn many hours into. It's amazing. Just okay. Yeah, 528 days. <laughs> yeah. I'm at eight over 800 at this point. God damn it. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're kind of getting to the end of things. Is there anything like in particular you want to talk about? We still have a few things. Um, I feel like we've like done the complete reverse of like what you normally do in a cast is like, you normally talk about real life, and then you talk about the game a little bit. Yeah, we've like yeah. only talked about the game. <laughs> I know we've gone pretty crazy. I I always love these casts. I mean, literally last cast, we I barely talked about the game with Loki. It was just all yeah, like super I listened cast. to like half of Frey and half of Loki's casts yeah. just to like kind of get the vibe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. That would the Loki cast probably didn't bring up like the. The most gen- man, that was yeah, that was vibe. something else. Yeah, it was deep. Um, well, I guess we, let's talk a little bit about IRL actually. So, um, you, what got you into like wanting to be a chiropractor, and how's that like actually been? Like, that's, that's a great question. So, I guess if we go back to the beginning, like. In high school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was involved in sports, but I didn't know what I wanted my career to be, right? Mm -hmm. So senior year, there was this class called like uh, sports medicine, I guess. There was some other words to it, but it was basically like a sports medicine class. And that's when I like, that's what piqued my interest in like human body, you know, muscular system, skeletal system, like, oh, this is how you get stronger like this is nutrition this is you know it covered all of that stuff and it's like the only thing that actually grabbed my interest in high school other than runescape gambling yeah (laughs) Yeah. i was gonna be a professional blackjack player but then (laughs) this class saved me um but from there on top of you know experiencing that class and like really liking it i also got a job at at a gym as like a swimming instructor because I was I was a varsity swimmer in high school. Mm. So that's how I kind of got my toes in the water of like that industry, you know, fitness. I eventually like picked up some hours at the front desk. I got really interested in like working out. Um, I was also doing like Herbalife for a while, if you know what that is. 
That pyramid scheme? The, yeah, the MLM <laughs> yeah, pyramid scheme, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, but funny, well. just brief tangent on that. Um, yeah, of course. I, I, I figured. <laughs> I, I served a uh, Mormon mission in Texas. Yeah. And I was like Spanish speaking, so I just interacted with a bunch of Hispanics. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I got to say, that was a very lovely experience. I fucking love Hispanic. And the thing is, Texas is a melting pot. So you get Hispanics from all of South America, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, God damn it. I just, that was such a pleasant time. But yeah, they uh, definitely quite a few of the uh, moms that we would go, we'd go visit, you know, people that oh, were yeah. in the church and just moms get just hyper sucked into that shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. just start. And, and the, the worst, the actually like the thing that made me so sad was going and visiting there was three separate families that really got hooked into this system and you could see them investing a ton of money because one of the actually like three three separate occasions there was these people that would buy out like these office spaces for their herbalife company yeah and it's just empty like we, we'd go in there the place looks really crappy there's nothing really going on and they just have a bunch of like yeah. Herbalife products sitting there. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and then, and then the worst part is that they'd be like, oh my gosh, elders, you know, that's what we were called. And then we'd, we'd go in there and they'd be like, we, we'll give you free Herbalife. And so they're like, we'd walk in there and um, they uh, would just get, like literally just go from the like faucet, go, go to the, go to the faucet. It's just, there's no filter or anything. Just, just water from the faucets warm. And then, just dump in some powder, sh- stir it up, and just yep. give it to us. And I'm like drinking this. I'm like, this tastes like ass. <laughs> this Dude, looks like no. you are not selling this properly to me <laughs> whatsoever. And I, the, that was like the moment when I was like, this whole shit. And then I remember like people telling me more about Herbalife because I, I was obviously like just focused on my mission. But Jesus yeah. Christ. Anyway, sorry. Dude, yeah, my I basically told my parents I was gonna get into it, and they're they like lightly warned me you know they're like well <laughs> lightly they're like well i know you shouldn't be doing that but i'm gonna let you so that you learn okay <laughs> so i ended up doing it just like for a year or something like so funny. and you know it's like typical mlm like yep. if you if you've ever heard of like cutco like the knives like, yep my, my mom actually used to door. buy cutco yeah knives. it was like that you're just like basically just like praying for people to take pity on you for being like this 18 year old kid trying to sell this crappy protein powder yep um did you ever do essential oils <laughs> no Sorry. no i wasn't just I wasn't bad at listen <laughs> yeah. listen i i want another tangent i'm just making this all about myself right now but like after Weird. after after my mission um so a lot of mormons on my mission are from utah because mm-hmm. that's like the mormon state and there is a ton of MLM shit going on in Utah. It's just very popular there. And yeah. dude, I literally had companions on my mission and like a bunch of acquaintances that I met out there that were missionaries that instantly when they got home, got sucked into these MLMs and I'd get calls from them. And like, I was like, oh, I'm excited to talk to this friend I haven't talked to in months or potential years. They'd be like, and oh, then, I found this product. Yeah, they instantly so, are like, dude, like you can you can get in this. Like changing. all you all you have to do is just pay 150 bucks and you're in. Like you're in the system, you know. And then every every sale that you get that's under you, you get a profit off it. I'm like, bro, I literally like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and they're just like, okay, anyway, nice catching up. See ya. And yeah, the essential oils was absolutely going wild there. But yeah, oh jeez. Anyway. 
Um, so yeah, I did that for a while, but yeah, the business part of it wasn't great, but I did learn a lot. So I did get like really interested in nutrition because I had already been doing the gym thing. So there was that. And then nutrition was like the second part of that. So I initially wanted to be like a nutritionist and like teach people like how to actually eat and not like sell these products. <laughs> um, so I was going for that and kind of along the way, like a new degree was announced at the school I was going to, which was like for personal training. So I just ended up switching over to that. I was like, okay, I'll just be a personal trainer. That That's fine. That sounds fun. Like I can, you know, help people lose weight in a different way. Um, so I did that. I finished up. I moved to LA, started being a personal trainer. It completely sucked. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, just bad dude. clients or something or just like no, getting clients like, or what? Uh, dude, I could go on like the longest let's, rant. Let's hear, about, let's, like, let's hear happened, a brief but... of this because I actually have no idea what it takes to be a personal trainer. I've Basically, never had a personal just, trainer either. Like anybody can be a personal trainer. You just have to pass a test okay. and you get a certificate, right? So like the big commercial gyms, they basically just like pay these 18-year-olds minimum wage like to come and train in their gym. But they don't really know anything. They just passed a test. So I was like, when they were, you know, promoting this new degree, this career, this personal training certificate thing, like... I didn't really have to go through college to get that, but I chose to do that just so, like, you know, I was better off. And I had some, like, college credits, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what they basically told me was I'd be making, like, 30 bucks an hour, and then it ended up being, like, 10. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like, oh, God. So I was, like, working. And then uh, the company I, I started with, they they said, oh, uh, we're, we actually don't need a trainer. We need someone to sell personal training. So here I am, like, selling shit again. Like, I just got out of the Herbalife stuff, and now I have to go sell personal training now. Jesus so I, Christ. I was actually really good at it. Um, <laughs> luckily, awesome. I made that company, like, $2 million. And then Jesus! I had, nothing, I had nothing to show for it. Um, Did you get paid good? I made like 60 grand as a 20 year old kid. So it was, okay. it was not bad, but at the same time, like but you, if it was your own shit, you would have made so much more. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And so like what happened that, that job just burnt me out. Cause it was literally like 12 hour days. You have to come in at nine. You can't go home till nine type of thing. Mm -hmm. And you had to drive all over the place, mandatory meetings and all that bullshit. Um, so eventually I burnt out. Um, there was like a little alcoholic arc somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So then I was like, crap, this sucks. I need to do something else. So like, obviously I'm like, okay, I just got to go back to school and figure this shit out. Yeah. Uh, so I go into like kinesiology, which is basically like, uh, the same thing <laughs> that I've been doing, but like you actually get a degree for it. And if you don't know what kinesiology is, kind of like what uh, Foe did, Paul. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about that on the cast. The, ex the exercise science thing. So I was going to do that. But, you know, I realized that that degree, you can't really do much with just that degree. You kind of have to go further. Right? 
Um, so then it became like, okay, I want to be a physical therapist. Uh, so I go to pursue like physical therapy. I enroll in like this college. It's like a state college. It's pretty affordable. And then I apply for all these classes. I get put on like these massive waiting lists. And then I realize like I, since I didn't start going to school here my freshman year, I don't have priority for any of these like junior level classes that everybody's trying to get into. Mm. So I'm like always last on the waiting list. I can never get into the classes I need to graduate. So I would literally have had to do like three years there just to get like my, my bachelor's degree. And I already, I had already done three years of school. So like six years for a kinesiology bachelor's degree, which you can't really do anything with. Right. Mm. So I was like, okay, well that's not going to work. And luckily I figured that out really fast. And then, um, as a kid, I had a chiropractor. So I was like, Hmm, I wonder like what this chiropractic thing is all about. So I look up the school and I'm like, oh my God, like I meet all the requirements to do this. I call them like, they're like, yeah, you're, you're just missing like a few credits. You just need to like do this. And I was already enrolled at this other school, the one with the kinesiology degree. So I just like took that class there to like finish up the credits I applied. And that's how I got into chiropractic school. But and how basically, long did that take to, to get to where you are now? Oh man. So that was in like. 2018 and i graduated in august of last year so it was like four years damn did you enjoy uh, it like was it like school. decent enough did you ever have like a close burnout or something i feel like doing um, all that is a lot dude it was miserable like being in school yeah was um, it online a lot or just beyond covid well kind of? once covid hit it was I but see. it started out all on campus and basically you're trying to do like eight years worth of coursework in three and a half. God. So um, essentially it's like 20, uh, like 25 to 27 units per trimester. So we would have like three trimesters per year with like two week gaps in between. So that was pretty, it was a grind, man. So it was like an eight to five job every day going to school. Jesus. And then on top of that, you have to study for all the shit that you're learning to take the tests. So it's basically like, okay, I'm going to school eight to five, but then I'm coming home and I have to like do, you know, like four to eight hours of like actual studying. Mm -hmm. And that was like the first year, I'd say, like just getting all that crap crammed into your head so that you could actually understand what was going on later. And then like it started getting better. Because we actually started like adjusting people. We started learning like, oh, this is like how you're actually going to use this information like when you go out and you start your career. So then COVID happened. <laughs> and then all the stuff we were doing in person was now like online. So it's like, okay, now we're learning how to do hands-on stuff now in front of our computer. God, that's just not so that optimal was, at all. That was so tough, dude. So it was like a year of that while they're figuring out what the hell all this COVID stuff is. And then we finally come back in person. And <laughs> when we came back, it was actually like the term that we started adjusting people's necks. Oh, God. You have like no experience. <laughs> <laughs> so... We come back, we have, to, it's a condensed course because of COVID. 
So we have to do this in five weeks. We have to come every day for five weeks to cram in this stuff. So we are literally like cranking on each other's necks five days a week for five weeks <laughs> to learn how to do this. <laughs> oh my God. Everything like finished off pretty well though, would you say? Oh yeah. Finished Everything's really good now. Like um, the last year is just clinical stuff. Mm. You're like just like learning how to be a doctor basically. Like learning how to apply all the knowledge and skills that you learned in school. Yeah. So how's, um, so, so what are you doing now? Um, like the job I'm doing right now is a little different, but the one I was doing before, um, I was like basically running this guy's whole practice. Mm. So I was like taking in patients, I was doing exams, taking x-rays, like diagnosing people with certain diseases and illnesses, like referring them out where they needed to go. And then the lucky ones got to like get treated. <laughs> um, where would you, um. Where do you see yourself like optimally in like the next few years? Like what's your like goals? Uh, right now it's like the money grind. <laughs> nice. So just... eventually I just want to open my own place because I feel like the last job I had gave me the experience that I needed. Um, my boss basically promised to mentor me and he didn't. So I had to like figure shit out on my own. That's good I, in a in a way, I guess. In a way, yeah. Like, okay, like this is working this isn't working <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that's cool though like i'm that's let's say but that's i'm a... yeah i'm actually very fortunate like i'm pretty talented at adjusting patients so that's one thing that people struggle with especially coming out of school is like maybe they're not very good at doing that yeah they like, have the knowledge just not practice they have the knowledge they just don't have like that muscle memory that yeah. speed built in to actually do the treatment part of it and, you know, the adjustment isn't the only thing we do, but, you know, it's like the social media fla flashy thing that everybody knows what we yeah, do. Yeah. Like, like it's, what, it's what everybody knows about. I've seen a lot of uh, really terrible chiropractors on uh, these Bro, short videos with people like breaking people's, people breaking people's necks and stuff and backs. Like, and just I like, just Jesus. cringe all the time. Like the Y strap that people are just like yanking across the table. Like, I bet you get so much of that algorithm too. You've probably seen it all yeah, the time. I see it all. And I'm like, dude, like no wonder everybody hates us. Like, Oh my God. That's funny. When you're online a lot, it seems like everybody hates chiropractic. But Dude, when reality, you're online, it seems like the world's going to burn. And then yeah. you actually just fucking take a breath outside. And you're like, okay, everything's yeah. fine. Literally everybody I've talked to in person is like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I think like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So funny. But yeah, that's how I became a chiropractor pretty much. I mean, it was basically just like, oh, I hate what I'm doing. I need to find something I actually want to do. But that's cool that you like really just did it, you know? It's, yeah. It's one thing to like have the desire to, you know, change your course, especially, you know, after your alcoholic stint. <laughs> just getting, I, I have, yeah. we didn't even talk about that, but like, and I don't yeah. like I really care to, but just, it's hard getting out of ruts and stuff yeah so good shit and man. then while all this was happening <laughs> i was like you know trying to uh, make things work with my now wife mm -hmm. and she's from korea mm. so we were like long distance for a long time it was like a year and a half i'd say that i was in chiropractic school like doing all of that and then still like trying to like keep that together so during my two-week breaks, I would actually fly over to Korea to visit her. So that was nice. 
damn, damn. Yeah, a lot of lots happened. And you still made crazy RS gains <laughs> through it yeah, all. Somehow I fit like, <laughs> you know, five hundred and something days into an Iron Man account. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. I know Chris Tomp said like top three Korean street food, so Oh yeah, let's I'll hear it. Answer, I'll answer that question. So top number one is this thing called hotok. So it's like how do you, you said hot I, I, I want to pull up like, a picture. I want to pull up a picture. So type it. Like how do you how do you spell it? Okay. So explain if it. If you just hear it for the first time, it sounds like hot dog. Yeah, right. It does. It's like hotok. So basically, it's this like chewy like I think it's made with rice, but it's like a chewy uh, dough, and then it's filled with like cinnamon and brown sugar. Oh, that's so good. And then they like smash it down and shallow fry it. What so what does like, that mean? Shallow fry, just like a, a little just bit like of oil. In oil. Just yeah. A little bit. Okay. And it comes out like this chewy, like doughy pancake, and inside is like piping hot sugar, basically. So it's and literally the, like a filled donut, kind of. Yeah, but it's like different than a donut. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Like, It's not like bread. It's more like a chewy thing. I see. So that's like the number one. You can actually buy it frozen in the store. So if you uh, ever see it, grab it. Um, number two, more people should know about this. I guess it's kimbap. Oh, yeah. That's the shit I order from DoorDash. <laughs> I feel yeah. like. Can you spell that? Though? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Just making sure I'm not butchering. So that's basically just like, it's almost like sushi, but it doesn't usually have like fish in it sometimes mm. they'll put uh like tuna in it this is like i feel like this is always on the sides of like my entrees yeah like if i get like a, a platter it's like street food though i see oh what was the third one i had this prepared too some other things oh the most popular one is called duck bokey. so that is like a a really spicy sauce and then inside of it is like fish cakes which mm, is like a yeah. like a kind of chewy like fish thing i don't know how to explain it but also it has uh rice cakes in it which are like uh the, anything that's made with like rice flour is really chewy and dense so that's pretty good too like the sauce is really tasty it's spicy and sweet mm-hmm have you ever had these like I think it's Korean. It's like um these like fish dessert. It looks like a fish, but it's made out of like red beets or something. It's like or made out Oh no, it's made out of red beans. Like a yeah, I think it's made beans. out of, Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What are those that's, what are those things? That's called? also like a popular uh it's a popular street food as well. It is called uh Cause I, yeah, I, I can't really find like a good. Uh, that's fine. I, I I can't remember, but um, yeah, it's like these. Uh, what is, even is that dough? It's like waffle. It's like waffle dough, like filled with sweet red bean. Yeah, paste. yeah. Yeah, those are really good too. Yeah. There's also one <laughs> that comes in like an ice cream version, so it's like vanilla ice cream with that red bean stuff. Mm, that would be good. It's so good. Yeah. So that's, yeah, those are my top three. 
What about um, American foods? What would you say are like your top three go-tos? Oh, dude. You know, it's really funny because I eat mostly like Asian food now. So mm. I mean, that's my the American, way to go. <laughs> my American food cravings are pretty strong. So. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. So what <laughs> yeah. do you like? What do you like then? So I think my number one is probably pizza. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's your like your toppings? Just like, are you like a pepperoni guy? I'm like a meat lovers kind of guy. Okay, okay. As long as it's not like overdone. Yeah, you can overdo meat lovers pretty easily. Just like, you know, I want a little bit of everything. I want to taste a few different meats in there. And then, I mean, I can do like barbecue chicken type of thing too. Are you wings guy? Oh, oh, you're uh, still talking pizza. I was going to say. Pizza, yeah. But wings, I do crave wings every now and then. But I don't know. Everywhere I go pretty much disappoints me. So Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's sad. Uh, there, we, there was this good wing place by our old house. And it actually switched. It changed owners and like became complete shit. <laughs> Damn it. Like our one wing place that we know about that's actually good is like now the same as the other ones yeah um pizza i mean i'm like i'm so american dude i'm just like pizza hamburgers and then i guess pasta is italian so i can't really say that it almost feels american at this point it's yeah. called macaroni and cheese just put some yeah. other stuff in it yeah 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 like any so, pasta dish i'm down yeah very cool um Okay, uh, Zach, this was, this was a fun time. I still have a couple more just things before we end. But for those listening, down in the description, be sure to drop Purple Thorax a follow on his Twitch and sub to his YouTube and his Twitter as well. Um, also, if you guys want to support the cast, there's also a Patreon and a YouTube membership link. But uh, Purple Thorax, I'm going to ask you now for three shout-outs from the community that uh, you think uh, are deserving. <laughs> okay. I have uh, two right off the bat. Okay. So when we were talking about, you know, Iron Men that we, like, watched grow up since they were babies, and now they're, like, passing us up. Mm-hmm. Um, so first one is Joe Watermelon. It's a fucking beast beast mode. dude dude him and scott have just like and absolutely scott been is scott, scott was my second one scott vc so when i first met him he was like i i just want one mega rare and like he didn't have anything he went and now so he's, dry. he's stacked now he just went on such a hot streak and then joe like when i first met him a few years ago he was like doing like a tebow rebuild on a main account hmm. <laughs> and he i think he just got like tired of trying to do that and like started an iron man out of the blue so I was just, i've just been following him for the last few years and now he's like he has everything i know the both of them have just gone absolutely they've and, been uh, like an unstoppable duo i know like, they do all these super efficient raids together non-stop they never seem to burn out they just fucking keep going like jesus christ and yeah their accounts are stacked yeah like they have pretty much the same account that somebody who started iron man when it came out would have yep (laughs) so those are the big two my third shout out uh, i just have to give it to chris tomps because he's been there uh, since the beginning he's my number one supporter 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Good three shout outs. Yeah, Chris Thompson's yeah. a good guy. Um Okay. Purple Thorax. This was this was a real treat. Four over for over four hours, which is Woo! That's, that's we did not, it. Yeah, that's not often. This definitely it all they always fly by. Always like the long ones really seem to fly by. It's just like we get too wrapped up and and of course you're as passionate as I am about a lot of these like RuneScape things, so it's just yeah naturally feed off. Um but yeah, thank you for coming on today and thank you all for uh listening. And it's pretty insane. 150 episodes. You were the 150th. Woo! So, Thanks get, for having me. Enjoy the rest of your guys' holidays for those listening. And Purple Thorax, thank you once again for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Catch you in the next one. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.